bumping in I with this. I was gonna this. ask. What was there's the no, reason? There's no underlying message. There's no. I don't know whose birthday it is. It's probably some random rapper's birthday. Probably some random ass album came out 25 years ago. I don't give a fuck, man. It's been a long week. Yeah. Long week. And this song makes me feel good. We need to start doing this more. I know we like to bump in with stuff that got some type of thing to it. But just bump in with some random yes. shit. Some classic shit. <laughs> some Earth, Wind, and Fire always puts you in a good mood, man. No it matter do, what man. happened in your life, for some reason, all their songs just put you in a good mood, dog. I don't know yeah. what it is about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad you bumped in with this because... I thought I, I think was a little who sampled it. Somebody sampled this. A lot of people sampled yeah, this song. I, I think, s- man. I'm trying to think. MC Hammer did. Uh, was it Lil Kim? Who else? Or no. Some- Queen B. Queen B. Queen yeah, B. That's what it was. For I, party in the party. Yeah, I thought that's what it was at yeah. first. So I'm thinking like, huh? <laughs> Maybe it was her birthday or something. <laughs> nah. I, I mean, it's cool to celebrate certain rappers, but now, man, it's been a long week. Been a stressful week. Yeah. Houston weather don't know if it want to be 90 degrees or 62 degrees. Mm-hmm. So you get up with a fucking coat and you leave and it's hot. <laughs> that's that's so irritating, man. That's yes. irritating. It really is, man. You, the go to, you go to work in the coat, leave, and you like, damn, I look like a stupid ass because I'm wearing a coat, leaving. You know, wore a long sleeve and are you sweating through it halfway through the day? Or you let like me and too lazy to go back in the house when you realize it's cold and you already out the door. So what? Fuck yeah. It. <laughs> Turn up the heat in your car and shit. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Enough. We we don't we don't roll the. Earth, wind, and fire out enough. <laughs> um, so fuck it, man. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another action-packed episode of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. <laughs> Been a long time. Shouldn't left you without a dope beat to step to. I know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but we are back at it, back to break down all the goings-on in hip-hop and culture and urban things and whatnot. Got a lot to talk about, a lot of things we done missed up on. We got to catch up on and get y'all informed about. But first, let's introduce the podcast as we always do. My man himself, Figgy Figueroa, mm-hmm. working like a Jamaican, working two jobs. I know, man. Leaving <laughs> one job, going straight to the other job. Yeah. Any funny Starbucks stories, man, or everything just chilling? Yeah. Um, yeah, everything cool, man. But um, I realize people are addicted to coffee more than crackheads addicted to crack man <laughs> you see so, the same people every day huh yeah so no what's funny is last week uh i guess on thursday random thursday starbucks do a happy hour mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a buy one get one on all drinks when i tell you people was coming in there looking like you can see a glaze in their eye like oh yeah can i get the venti caramel frappuccino <laughs> with extra caramel and um it's buy one get one right and they gotta they gotta use the app to get it. Man, oh, it was just man. it was crazy. Some people never use the app, so they try to get in on the buy one get one, but but they can't. It got to be active uh, rewards members. Yeah. So they would get an attitude, and man, that was probably one of the worst shifts last week. You know they junkies too when they bring their own cup. Because yeah. that's like a 10 cent yeah. off if you bring your own cup. <laughs> well, yeah. they sell the cups that you can buy and the yeah. fun, you know, designs but and stuff. People buy them from Walmart. You can get them for pretty cheap. And then you sure. just bring the cup there. They act like they're trying to save the planet. Nah, you're just trying nah. to get 10 cents off your daily addiction. Right. <laughs> nah, everybody yeah. did the coffee, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's funny. Uh, have y'all heard of the medicine ball from Starbucks? No. Mm-mm. Okay, it's pretty much like a tea with um it come with honey. I forgot what else. It was like some type of citrus tea. But when I tell you black women get so pissed when you don't have any honey, 
my or goodness. we're out of the uh, medicine bowl. I feel like that's a black woman Starbucks drink. We had a chicken at Popeyes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because um, at the register, um, we have a camera there where we can see you mm-hmm. when you pull up in the drive-thru. So heads up, people. When you rolling your head and all this other shit, we can see that. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> but any, yeah, but anyway, um, it's always a black woman pulling up like, yeah, can I get the venti medicine ball? I'm like, I'm sorry, man. We're out of the honey for it. Out of the, out of the honey. <laughs> they just get a straight up attitude, and don't let us not have any any other tea at all. Like they flipping their shit. I didn't realize Starbucks runs. I mean, y'all only sell coffee, so how y'all running out of shit? Uh, sometimes the trucks. Uh, it depending on the store manager or whatever. Mm. If they ordered um, the right amount of shit. Oh, okay. But sometimes uh, it's times where we do run out of certain cups or lids and stuff like that. Oh, damn. And sometimes the um, I forgot the uh, I forgot the name of the company, but they usually deliver the shit a couple times during the week. And sometimes, you know, it just be a crazy day where we just run out. Oh, we don't shit. run out of coffee or nothing like that, but certain shit we do run out of. See, that's what happens when they raise minimum wage. Yeah. All y'all fighting for people's rights. You see what's going to cost you. They're going <laughs> to be running out of coffee and shit soon. You're going to be like, take it back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, funny, though, man. Yeah, but it's 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 funny, you know, working at Starbucks. It's, I kind of appreciate it now. But um, yeah, it's it's just weird how people get so upset about coffee or their drink or whatever. And the other thing I realized too, um, it's a lot of Middle Eastern people that come to Starbucks, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, every time I think I might have talked about this before, but every time they pull up to the window or the speaker, they're like, "Hello!" Like they don't give you time to. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you pull up to a speaker, you kind of wait a little bit. You wait like 10 yeah, seconds. You say something first. Yeah, you wait. They pull up like cars still moving. Hello. Damn. I'm like, hey, hold on one second. <laughs> but then they um, like, I don't know if other countries, Starbucks, I think Starbucks might be a little pricey. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. always trying to pay with a fifty dollar bill or hundred dollar bill. Hell yeah, man! Man, like don't pay for no five dollar coffee with a hundred dollar bill. They don't know what a five dollar bill is, man. They got that oil money. They got to have yeah. Abu Dhabi shit. Like to the, I'm like, man, you expect me to give you ninety five dollars back in <laughs> change? Look, man. <laughs> they remind me of remember that uh, picture of uh, Diddy looking at that dollar bill like he didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> That's like every Middle Eastern person when they buying shit, you give them change. <laughs> That's rich people shit for you, man. That's rich people shit. Really <laughs> Never no. been to a bank. You seen that Oprah video? She was on with um, she was on with Ellen. Mm-hmm. And they was doing like rapid fire questions. Oh yeah, what's her pin number? She didn't know. She, yeah, she like oh, uh, yeah, she never had number? one. Yeah, she like uh, I don't know, I don't have one. Huh. And then she asked Ellen when was the last time she been to a bank. Ellen was like uh, a very long time. <laughs> and Oprah said she went to the bank recently, and she said because she ain't been to the bank since 88 damn <laughs> I, I was born in 88 <laughs> so she ain't been to the bank in like 31 years goodness damn so she walked in she said she stood in line and deposited a million dollars damn and so uh, uh, Ellen was like what wait you stood in line she was they was just cracking up at the simple fact that she actually stood in line 
to deposit a check. What an asshole. <laughs> you holding up people with real problems and bills to deposit yeah. a million dollars. And, and, then, <laughs> and then at the end, she was like, Ashley, it was $2 million. And they laughed even harder at it. So she she couldn't even remember if it was one million or two million. Man, get the fuck out. I'm sick of Oprah, man. Can, can we be sick of Oprah now? Uh, I, yeah. I'm ready to be sick of Oprah. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her from the Michael Jackson shit. Yeah. And now I'm super tired of her for this goofy, I'm so rich, I don't give a fuck. I, I go to the bank for fun and deposit one or two million dollars. Who yeah. even knows? I mean, it's like candy to me. I was just tripping. She ain't been to the bank since 88. Jay was moving weight back in there. <laughs> For real, man. And Prodigy was a ballerina. Damn. That's wild. But I'm yeah, we, we digress. We digress. Yeah. We're also joined by the lovely Jasmine. Yes. Jasmine, how you doing, girl? I'm okay. I'm good. Good to see you again. Yeah, we Everything wish you well. I know. I, that was unexpected. Yeah, it's so, all good. It's sorry all about good. that. But we got to catch up on some things, man. So since yeah. you're joining us. Uh, let's talk about some things we talked about on the last podcast real quick. First off, everything good with you? You good? Everything? Yeah. No? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so uh, we want to get your take on this Travis Scott shit. Let's just break that shit down first. <laughs> okay. Okay, number one, what was your uh, your thoughts on the latest Travis Scott single? It's blowing up pretty big. I didn't know it was going to be this big, but you hear it everywhere now. It's getting a pretty yeah. big push. Yeah. That song, Highest in the Room. What you think about it? Uh, it wasn't my favorite song, mm. but I liked it. I um, kind of like you. I don't know. I didn't know what it wasn't. What I was expecting for the promo that it received, for sure. But it grew on me. I think a lot of Travis, like kind of like we talked about the features and stuff. How his you think that his features aren't that great? Mm. I think I initially think that they're all right and then they grow on me because highest in the room was just like eh but I find myself like singing it over and over yeah. again or like I'll act if I actually turn it on and listen to it I'll play it at least a couple more times so the um, video I like the video the visual you liked the, it I, I, I did yeah. I like the visual to the video I mean the visuals to the song um more than I thought I was because I heard a lot like I was late to all of this as mm -hmm. far as listening to it and watching the video and I heard a lot of like negative response to everything so I was like uh, maybe I'm not gonna like this video um, maybe I'm not gonna understand it but I thought it was I thought it was cool like okay. I didn't see nothing wrong with it but um, definitely growing on me Always here for Travis. Of course. Um, I'm, I thought, like, um, because of the single, like, is he going to fuck around and release a album before Astroworld? But I don't think it, I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah, it's too because close now. It's way, yeah, yeah, no, it's way November. too close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the single is cool, but I didn't know, like, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out the marketing strategy here. Like, what with one single, what... Is that all he's going to give us before Astro World? basically? I was just trying to figure out, like, what what's going on. Not sure. Not sure what his plan is. Um, we didn't get your take on the breakup, though. Oh, so we, you had yeah. time to simmer on it and really <laughs> reflect on it. So it's so funny because who was it? Probably Walker. Somebody sent it to me. And I was like, why? who is your fucking source? TMZ? Oh, my God. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely doubted it. And I was like, okay, I don't want to talk to you about this. Like, I need more information before you just 
tell me that they're broken up. So I was like, okay, like they're broken up, whatever. And then time goes on, time goes on. Then you get more facts and more details about her being at Tyga Studio mm. and her supposedly dropping her friends off. But you only see one friend in mm. all of the photos and pictures unless I just missed something. I only saw Saucy. So I don't know. And then the video. Hey, who, the, who was Saucy? Stassi. Oh, Stassi. Yeah, it's okay. like one of her best friends. Her name was Saucy. Like, who the fuck named Saucy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like one of her best friends. Well, and I then Sauce Money. They pulled. <laughs> Going way back in the yeah. with that one, man. <laughs> they, I don't even know what he looked like. <laughs> they um. So they pulled up in a blue. I can't remember what kind of, I think Rose Royce or something. It's not even important. They pulled up in a blue, baby blue car. She left in a black car. And she was um, apparently supposed to be driving her car. Why did you leave in a black car? And, a, a you know, a super celebrity at Tahoe Well, maybe out. the lighting was different. Blue does look like black. No. In certain lighting. No. Okay. And if she was driving <laughs> her friends, which she said, why were mm-hmm. you in the back seat of this black car? Why Somebody was, was driving you. driving, period? That's what, <laughs> what, what a lot of people She just drives herself around? Well, she has a lot of cars. I would hope she uses Man, them. She don't need the average right. step behind the wheel. <laughs> but then you clown people like Cardi that don't even bother to have their license. Like, she don't even have her license, so she can't What's drive if she who, wanted who to. Clowns, who clowns Cardi for not having a license? A Number lot of one, people do. If you live in New York, there's really no reason to have, have a license. Car. You don't yeah. need a car. You don't have to have a car. A lot of people from New York don't have licenses or cars, period, because there's yeah. no reason to have one. The public transportation is so good. Yeah. But so, I don't know about that. But, but anyway. You done broke this down like Matlock. <laughs> 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 no, because I, ha- I wanted. I was yeah. upset I couldn't get into this with y'all. Yeah, last our week. breakdown was shitty then. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I needed that. Y'all needed that. Me like, here because I don't think we mentioned nothing about no black car, Hell blue nah. car. No, yeah. we just like, damn, we kind of seen it coming because <laughs> I did mention how I felt like there was a weird couple, yeah. <laughs> we- but then, like, wait, what were you about to say? Nah, go ahead. But then, like, okay, so that happened, she pulled off in a black car, so I'm like, okay, mm, just not looking too good, Kylie. Come on, more details. So then she tweets. She sends out her tweet of mm-hmm. like, you know, ex- her explanation. Yeah. And then that's when the holes were in the story, because that's when I went back to all of the other clues, like all of the other photos <laughs> and videos. And that's when you see like, no, girl, this isn't you're you're lying to us. But OK, you got Jasmine and, Benson. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so she tweeted what she tweeted and then Tyga and like immediately tweeted a cap on his story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all covered that or not, but I didn't know if he meant like the, there was he cap. He meant the story was cap. Like her story was I cap or the cap, the, the t- story in general? He meant the TMZ. Well, the, it wasn't TMZ because they own TMZ, so TMZ would never report anything negative about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, the story itself of her going to see him specifically, he said cap. I think oh. that was the meaning behind it. Okay, so yeah. I, I didn't okay. know. I was like, is he meaning like her? Because he tweeted, nah. he did it right after she tweeted. So why, if it was capped to begin with, why did he wait until she said something to say something, to so put a cap? I just thought about something now, because didn't Tyga just sign a new deal he worth did. a lot of money? He mm-hmm. did. Is this really all a coincidence? Tyga is, let me, in my opinion, Tyga is back on his bullshit. Like, Tyga. What does that mean? Like, Tyga, we clown as a society, we clown Tyga when he got with Kylie because Kylie is Kylie. Well, she was like super young at the time too, that, so there was that, that too. Yeah, absolutely, that too. But 
Tyga has always been Tyga, if that makes sense. Like, nothing's changed with his music. Nothing's changed. The hairline from, changed. Yeah, that did. <laughs> but, but as far as him as an artist, nothing has really changed. If anything, his music is more popping now. That's true. So, I I don't know. I, I don't... I don't know. Like, if am I, I would think that Tyga would dog the fuck out of her, honestly. She, it, there's, I can see two sides of the story. Like, he would be stupid not to because she is who she is and she has the money that she has. But in the same sense, why would he, why would he treat her like a queen like he was trying to before when she had a whole baby on this man? Like, we don't know the story, but she literally had a whole baby on this man yeah she did and he was hurt by it because he tweeted he was in he was in the mist whenever we were trying to figure out who the baby daddy was so I just don't see any man I just feel that their ego or their pride would be hurt a little bit to just eat just welcome a woman back just because she left her baby daddy like that quickly mm, if it's Kylie that's well that quickly though like it, I mean once mine always mine is the man thought line of thought in that but at the same time yes one once mine always mine but at the same time once mine and i don't even like okay okay girl they like we could do been this talking throughout this because oh, honestly it's not like tyga or uh a kylie and uh uh travis separated just now when they announced it they probably been separated well before the movie documentary premiere and all that so that was just for appearances yeah so tyga probably been talking to her i don't know he probably been in there already so why would he tweet a captain about her story uh, you he, know too it, many holes I, now do i wanted to do you have a girl because if if he got a girl that he hell, did at one point I know because yeah. if he got a girl that we don't know about that's not in the spotlight hell yeah you gonna tweet Cap because <laughs> yeah. that's the last thing you want to be talk about oh Kylie was in the studio with me and all this other shit he probably like wait a minute yeah this is all Cap I ain't got nothing to do with that shit <laughs> that did not happen I don't know I just feel like Tyga is like the company he keeps. Tyga ain't really here for that right now. I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? I just feel like, yes, they are. I don't think they together. I don't think they dating, but I do think that they like have seen each other and have been around each other. I was upset. Like, I didn't know how to feel about the Kylie and Ty. I mean, Travis situation. Cause like I grew to love them and then I really loved them. But when I had to sit there and talk like with Ash about it, like we they were always weird at first mm-hmm. and then they became like they became this like oh well they really are in love and they really do like each other but if i were like date back to before stormy was even born when they announced you know when she was hiding the pregnancy and we didn't think that they actually liked each other until that vid- until she released a video of like the whole process of the pregnancy when he was actually in it and it showed her birth and all that but when you would see pictures of them just like chilling or like out and about, it just looked like they weren't into each other at all. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. well, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so <laughs> I already what you got be- for us? well, I just believe their relationships are orchestrated, and I think that Kylie and Travis' relationship was orchestrated. Um, they both came up simultaneously, and they both benefited from each other. Um, I want to say probably well. Yeah, because Kylie was kind of low-key. Well, not low-key, but she got much bigger after Travis Scott. Yeah. And yeah. Travis Scott definitely benefited from having that clout, that kind of presence behind him as Without well. Without a doubt, yeah. Now Travis is as big as he's ever been. He don't really need Kylie like that. He's mm-hmm. got his own shit popping. Tyga's back on a come-up. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's any coincidence that suddenly they're seen together and then a couple of days later, Tyga signed this multi million dollar deal with Columbia Records. Mm. Yeah. Suddenly he's back. Mm. And suddenly Kylie's back in the mix too. Yeah. So I'm not surprised <laughs> if it's just a business arrangement like, hey, you know, I'm he, this guy's back on the up and up. Yeah. You the, trying to get further too, so yeah. hop on one rich dick to the next. I don't know. Yeah. The the only thing that kind of got me was um her getting pregnant that quick. Yeah. Because at first, I I thought it wasn't real from the beginning. But then when she got pregnant, I felt like that wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. Because how old was she? 19? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she it's a, it's like soon as she was legal, she got pregnant. Basically, it's like damn, by <laughs> by by a nigga who you ain't really been with that long. So I felt like that wasn't part of the plan. That might have been a little speed bump, but yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah. But if you watch that video too, Kylie's always wanted to be a mom. So this this makes sense. Yeah, this, this all makes sense. They're pimping out that daughter plenty. So <laughs> I guess it all according to plan. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it seems so genuine though. Really? You thought so? After a while, yeah. Mm, I think you just taught yourself into it. Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, it's, watching the documentary, it seemed like they like each other, but it just didn't seem like a real couple. Yeah, like at least Kanye and Kim seemed like a real couple, but it just. I don't. It just seemed super odd because Travis, to me, he's a nerd. Mm-hmm. He's still in. I can tell he's still into wrestling. Mm-hmm. He really not out there like that, man. He, he he's kind of low key. Yeah. So um, and then, and then if you look at Kylie, she dated Tiger. Yeah. Tiger is the total opposite. He this guy that's from L or uh, is he? I think he from the yeah he from the Bay Area, who pretty much fucking all these girls in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, he pretty much out. That's all his music is is fucking bitches. party music. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I always thought it was weird that um, Travis and Kylie was together. It was a weird dynamic. Are we believing the story of why they broke up? Being what, that I what believe. What was the story? Well, basically, the the source. Some somehow TMZ has all these sources that know exactly what happened behind all these closed doors. Because this is a Kardashian story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because they own TMZ and they leak these stories out for press. New season <laughs> of Keeping Up the Kardashians also coming up soon. Yeah, that's what the, uh, Twitter was saying. Yeah. Like, this sounds like a good Speaking story of which, line. We got to talk about the Kanye clip too. Uh, Fuck, I forgot about that. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But um. I forgot what I was even saying. What the fuck was I talking about? No, TMZ. you're TMZ, oh. a source, some source. Oh, yeah, they had. the source was basically saying the reason of why they broke up was because there was mistrust, trust issues. Apparently, she wanted a family, a bigger family. There was commitment things. I don't know. Things like this were being spread out there, mm-hmm. which basically intimated that she wanted another kid and Travis probably didn't want one there. They never did get married, so. Someone told, tried to tell me about their lifestyle, and I was just very annoyed with that person. Yeah, that same person you thought stole your glasses, and then you found out. And I'm wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel I just, bad for that man. Uh, you done slandered him so much. Jeez. <laughs> so we'll get into that. Okay. But okay. Okay. Yeah. No. That this all makes sense now. This all makes sense. I am sad for Stormy. 
but she'd yeah, be baby. all right. She'd yeah. rich. That's the best way. That's the best time for your parents to break up when you're a little baby and have, don't know what the fuck's going on. Have y'all seen that clip of that's going around the internet now? Kylie's singing yes. the story when she woke up. I didn't think it was that bad until the internet blew it what up. What was she doing? She woke, went to go wake Stormy up and she, I'm not about to do it, but she sang. I could, I could look it up. She sang Rise and Shine and the internet is like ripping her up. She so bad. It didn't sound that bad. It just sounded like, I don't know, like somebody just randomly singing. It, it, it didn't seem like she was like trying <laughs> to win a Grammy yeah, or nothing. Up. Like, it was funny. Oh, crap. But I still Chris, got her. Win a fire. Win. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Here we go. Rise and shine. <laughs> and people are making that their ringtones. Like, they're Rise making. Rise and shine. <laughs> She's made merch already. Like she has hoodies and different stuff out that say "Rise and Shine." She put her face on the Tully Tubby um, baby. What the fuck? Yeah, no. Everything about this fucking family is fake, man. How does she have merch ready already? Hey. That quick? She put it out. Come on now, man. <laughs> man, we need to get some type of connection, man. She's got to go to some Illuminati meetings, man. That's yeah. it. You no, got to yeah, do it. It's gonna be. It, it got to be you, man. Wait, what? You, you or Jasmine? <laughs> right, why? Well, y'all, y'all, y'all single. Man. Nah, you gotta nah. take one for the team with Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, shit, I would. <laughs> Chloe ain't that bad. People be hating on Chloe. Jasmine gotta get with Rob. Nah. Or, is, he, is he back with the family or not really? I don't. He, they change every single week, man. I don't know what the fuck going on with them. I don't know. Uh, fuck it though. We we way yeah. off track. Let's get into some fucking new releases, man. Nothing really came out this week, but we do have some things we want to catch up on. Um, Gangstar had a new song this week. I checked out. It's called Bad Name. I enjoyed it. wasn't as good as the first one, Family and Loyalty with J Cole, but solid. It felt more like an album cut to me than an mm-hmm. actual single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they put it out as a single. I don't know if the album's official yet or there's a release date yet, but supposedly it's supposed to be coming pretty soon. Figgy, what you think about it, man? Uh, I liked it, man. It was a very hip hopish um, track. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed DJ Premier, just hearing the scratches and yep. all that stuff. So um, yeah, it was good, man. It was very gangstarish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've listened to it. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. And J Cole ain't on it, so you could probably skip this one. <laughs> it's not I, a bad song. Yeah, no. Since y'all um, introduced Gangstar to me, I don't find them bad. Like I revisited that album okay so okay that's good that's good so we break you into the old shit (laughs) um biggest release of the past couple weeks has been the uh wale album for some reason people were actually talking about this one yeah (laughs) it actually has some singles Mm -hmm. that people want to listen to yeah so wale released this album called wow that's crazy it had a whole lot of features on it had megan the stallion had jeremiah on a song you probably heard a million times already sampling Mm -hmm. the ralphie Sadiq song um a whole lot of other people on it too um what do you guys think about this album number one are you guys wale fans to begin with and what do you think about this wale effort I wasn't a Wale fan at all, man. I I don't know what it was, but to me, I wasn't connecting with him at all. I, yeah. I didn't really feel his music. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was a little, I don't want to call him fake, but. Kind of an asshole. He, he was kind of all over the place. One minute he'd be real um, like deep in his music. Next moment he rapping about what everybody else rap about. Look, my no hands or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I felt like he was trying to find himself. He was always bitching about something. Yes. Like I don't know, I really didn't care for him, but 
when I listen to this album, this to me, this is the type of album he need to always make. It was smooth. You know, he had, you know, he. I felt like he was a little calm. He wasn't trying to chase the current sound. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was his sound. Now, to be fair, I don't know how, um, I know a lot of people talk about the Seinfeld album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I ain't really get that much um, attention. I don't know if it sound like this, but I think he need to make more albums like this. Mm-hmm. Because it, it sounds good, especially the beginning, the beginning of this album. Yeah. It sounds like a live band. Yeah, I like it's, the intro song. Yeah. yeah, it 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 was it was dope, man. I, um, he had a lot of good features on it. The only ones that um that seemed like it was kind of out of his league, but I wouldn't even say it was out of his league. I I felt like he kind of stayed true to himself. Is the the one with Ross Ross and Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. That was the one that was kind of like okay, this one for the streets, but he wasn't rapping about street shit or nothing like that. Yeah. So I, um that that song was still cool. And then the mega the mega song was actually good, uh, it, you know it's, it it had that street feel to it. It wasn't like smooth and sexy, but that was like a single though. What the mega one? The pole dancer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that was pretty good. I think that was right up his lane. He, w- I felt like he wasn't chasing anything. He wasn't trying to chase a certain sound, mm-hmm. and I felt like Megan on that song. I felt like she rapped a little different. She kind of brought something a little different instead of the. You know the little babies, or not the little baby, but the baby sound, mm-hmm. where she rapping about the same shit, yeah, or over the same type of beats. But um, I thought this was a solid album. I I listened to the whole thing. I ain't really skipped nothing. So um, yeah, it's a good, probably the first album <laughs> I ever listened to from. Okay, Wale. I think this case for a lot of people on right now. Honestly, yeah, man. yeah, it was pretty good, man. I think he definitely need his flowers for this album. Okay, mm-hmm. Jasmine, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I like the album. I'm kind of, I kind of agree with you. Like, I well, I liked Wale, and I listened to to Wale like college, high school, college, and then he hit that certain point of his career where he was just really unappreciative about everything, or like you know, just going through whatever he's going through. And now it seems like even with this album, he's kind of like getting mentally there, or now he's more aware of himself. Whereas at first he was just seemed like he was complaining about the and the fans that he did have like myself like don't nobody want to support you if you're not even you don't even looking at the people that do support you now, but um I loved like his mixtapes more about nothing and then the album about nothing that was the Seinfeld that you were referring to and I think if you listen to the mixtape going into the album you had a good a better understanding of why he did what he did and like how that album kind of came together and was cohesive together. But because I think more about nothing, that um, mixtape was was bomb. Like, I think that's one of his best mixtapes. And so this album, though, I still felt like it flowed. Like, I felt like it still had a nice flow to the whole project in general. But, um, yeah, like, I, I don't really have any buts, actually. I liked I like pretty much everything I heard. I'm a really like I still love on chill. Like, I love that song. Um what else? I think that um, Bryson, I love Bryson Tiller. So I don't know why Bryson Tiller keeps hopping on people's features, but not appearing in their videos or making songs. Like, I I don't know. I, I, have, I have a problem. We need to find him because I, I just don't understand. I think his feelings got hurt after everybody caught that last album trash. Yeah. And I know he has a, <laughs> he's in a relationship now, but Bryson just really said, like, even the Summer Walker album, like, Bryson really... 
he really he's a great feature artist in my opinion dependent especially for like smooth like you know like chill songs like the ones that he's on most of the time but i thought it was a good album and hopefully it'll do numbers so that way he will you know we won't hear from him as far as complaining yeah yeah i pretty much agree with what y'all got what y'all said um this was a much more commercial album Mm -hmm. than he's really ever made um, part of me kind of thinks with somebody like Wale and his creativity, it's a little bit of a sellout album and mm. that is, he was chasing radio hits here, but they're good songs. So I can't really hate on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like a hot girl summer type of song where it's just, you could tell it's manufactured and fake. Yeah. yeah. You know, these songs sound good, man. Um, he had a good ear for the songs he did put on the album. Um, some standout ones for me that haven't been mentioned. Uh, I like the the black song "Expectations" yeah. or six lakh" as people like to leave me make. alone. Okay, <laughs> you aren't the only one calling them that. Yeah, um, a lot of people call them six lakh. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I like uh, going back to him. Uh, black, I like that East Atlanta. Love song, uh, yes. Love letter, love letter. I like that album a lot. I go back to it quite a bit. That album is that album is bomb. Like, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast black. when it came out. Yeah, from Black, but I go back to it quite a bit. That's actually a really good album. Mm-hmm. It's a good R and B album. Mm-hmm. So I think he's talented. I, I like his stuff, and um, that song was really good. I think that might be the standout on the album for me. On Chill is cool, but I feel like it's a song I'm gonna get tired of. Really, pretty quick. They, they play it, it all the time. They, they play do. it all the time, but I'm not over it. Well. I, this is another case of one of my favorite songs in R&B being sampled in a way that mm-hmm. I'm not really salty about it because I felt like the sample was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They changed it to feel like it was a different song. Yeah. But just part of me when I hear that, you know, sometimes I want to hear the Raphael's Deke song. Yeah. And you know, oh, it's a Wale version. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, it's not a bad song, but. I don't know. Part of me is just that feeling when you get old and you realize all your shit's just getting recycled <laughs> now. So I kind of felt that way. But it's a good song, though. I had nothing against it. Um, I thought the album was sequenced kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I did think putting the pole dancer song at the very end was weird. I kind of was hoping he would have like an outro or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had a lot of songs that were more creative, like the uh, what's that? That Nina song was really good. Love Me Nina was really good. He has some good creative songs mixed in with the pop stuff. So that's why I couldn't hate on it too much. But the sequencing was weird to me. Putting the pole dancer song at the end of the album was weird to me. It's a weird place to stop. Yeah. yeah you know? I felt like almost when I was listening to it too, I felt like he meant to say bonus track dash pole dancers and they just didn't add bonus track. Like yeah. for it to be a single and everything because that was really odd that it was just the last song. Yeah, it's kind of weird yeah. place to just end the album at. I got to say it's about Megan because I had the same criticism about the baby, like you said, Figgy. I mean, she is just copy pasting verses now, Yeah, I feel. And yeah, maybe we should wait till the album comes out before we really judge her as an artist. Mm-hmm. But nah. And also, to the point we brought up earlier in the podcast, the baby apparently did say he'd be willing to do an album with Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. He tweeted that I think a couple of days ago or something. So. I'd be here for it yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be it would sound better than the baby's last album <laughs> if he had <laughs> you know, somebody to mix it up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion, I'm a fan, but it's just 
hundred percent horny music from her dog and scamming music and I yeah. I we get the point now. Yeah. But I mean that, that's what's making their money. Yeah, right now. I agree. I can't ain't no point like ain't no point of switching it up to me. Yeah. Like I get it. I'm I'm sure we eventually hear something else. But that's that's the lane women are in right now. Yeah. Ain't no point again deep. Ain't no point ain't no point again poetic. Yeah. Do you think um so now that JT is out of jail, now that JT is free out of the city oh, yeah. girls, do you think um since she is more so the lyricist of that group, do you think that because she went to jail for scamming anyways that anything's going to change? Do you think we're going to hear a different different content from City Girls? No. Not, <laughs> I mean, City Girls are what they are. Mm-hmm. Like, super yeah. ratchet music. Yeah. That just is what it is. But I feel like somebody like Megan Thee Stallion, who kind of seen more hip-hop and how she came up doing the freestyles, going to the radio stations, rhyming over classic beats, mm-hmm. it seemed like she was more of a lyricist in that she's trying to follow in the mold of the better rappers in the game. Yeah. She yeah. cites people like Pimp C and other people as her influences. So you would assume that she's trying to, I'm not saying Pimp C was a great lyricist, but he was really, you know, effective at what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always felt like she was trying to chase something bigger as far as being a lyricist. And right now it's just, you know, shaking ass, sucking dick. Maybe that's what Rock Nation's for. <laughs> Could yeah. be, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll she see. just wants yeah. to hopefully um, execute in the right ways as yeah. far yeah. as her story goes. So, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. If, I mean, if I was in their corner, I'd tell her to keep doing the same oh, thing yeah. you're doing right now. I can't right knock now. it. I can't yeah, knock that's, it. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it, would, it would make no sense for somebody to be like, oh, you know what? Let's get more deeper. Let's get more. Like It don't make no sense. It's making money now. That's what people want to hear right now. It'd be one thing if it's 10 years later and she's still doing the same shit. It's kind of like, eh. But, but let's right say, now, like, I'm not expected to hear anything different. But let's say you were in that position, Figgy. Let's say you you popped off with a really big party song about, you know, sipping lean and doing some bullshit. You're not really into that. You're more of a thoughtful person. You're more of a, you know, you're, you're a smart guy. Yeah. So wouldn't you feel trapped having to make the same song over and over just because it's big. Yeah, it's making you money. Yeah, you're torn off of it. But wouldn't you, after a while, feel like, okay, I'm more than this. I really want to put out something different sounding, but I just have to keep making these trap songs because that's what's popping now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would feel that way because I'm a type of person that want to do different shit. But if it's like, if it's been a year, then I'm not about to change what I'm doing now just because people, some people keep saying, oh, you keep rapping about the same shit. <laughs> like, bro, like, this is making my money because there's other people that rap about deep shit That's that true. y'all not really paying attention to. But wouldn't it make you salty if you knew that, like, let's say you had some deep songs in the cut in the tuck, but you mm-hmm. just couldn't put them out because the label just wants you to put out all the bullshit songs. So yeah. wouldn't that kind of cut a little bit just when people mm-hmm. say that? Because I feel it like the baby probably feel like that too. Yeah, it would. It would hurt. That's that's one of the bad parts about being signed. Yeah. Because it's all good when you hot, but when you want to do something else, if you want to get more creative, go in a different lane, then they're like, no, nah, we need another um, we need another Shook. <laughs> like that, that would get irritating. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, no, it, I get, I totally get it, but if I'm managing her or I'm, I'm, if I'm in her corner, I don't want her to do nothing different at this moment. Yeah, maybe once she get the ball rolling, you know, after the first album, 
then we could be like, all right, she got the juice now. Because somebody like Cardi, she could do something different right now. Mm -hmm. She necessarily don't have to keep making Bodak Yellows. Yeah. She at that place where she's a superstar. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. But somebody like Megan, you can't you can't jump boat that that quick because yeah. her career could be over that quick and she could be a boat, one, she jumped the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she jumped if she jumped the boat, her career could be, you know, it could be a one hit wonder. That's true. That's true. What is her one hit? Are we officially calling Cash shit her one hit? Because uh, it, right now mm, I think it is. Right. Um I mean, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Did y'all see that video of her twerking on that random dude who jumped on stage? No. You didn't see that? <laughs> no. What no, happened? I want to go see a Megan Thee Stallion show. This <laughs> random dude jumped on stage and he just laid down. And it looked like security was trying to pull him away. But Megan Thee Stallion just like walked over to him and started twerking on him. Damn, I'm man. like, damn. And then they tried to pull him away. She came back and did it again. Damn. I'm like, it's going down like that? Mm. Damn. Damn. Yeah. She about to start some shit now. She aired niggas. Is <laughs> <laughs> they about to be jumping on stage. I, hey, I can't, I'll take that ass whooping afterwards. Hey, man, it's worth it. <laughs> niggas throwing boxers at her and shit. That's nasty, though. Yeah, nah, that's, yeah, what's wrong Ain't with y'all, man? Nothing, nothing attractive about a man's fucking boxers. I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Women throwing their underwear is one thing, but niggas, keep your boxers on. <laughs> throwing your drawers on yeah. stage. That's disgusting behavior. And see, I always... I. Never really thought people really just took them off and threw them. I really thought people would just had, had another pair, <laughs> or like, like you know, it was like I'm gonna throw these tonight, like and had another pair on. You're talking really. about women or men? Just in general, like I think if a woman was t- wearing a skirt, she could just easily take it off. Yeah, yeah. you know, it is harder for a man to actually take his boxers off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fucking strip down, <laughs> take your pants down, and then fucking put every foot over the shit. Yeah, nah, it can't be happening. <laughs> but um, I was gonna talk about something else about Megan, but I forgot. Fuck it, who cares? Um, other things that happened, other new releases. Uh, Lil Kim, figure you say you heard this album. That's the only reason we're gonna talk about it real quick. <laughs> Lil Kim, I heard a few songs. Lil Kim dropped an album called Nine. She also had a uh, tribute performance. I don't know what kind of award she got. Some kind of lifetime achievement award on the hip hop awards. Award? Yeah, okay. Mm. And she did a performance. Um, I'll talk about the performance real quick. I thought it was terrible, mm. and I was looking forward to it. That's really the only thing I watched from the Hip Hop Awards, <laughs> and I was hoping it was good. I was hoping she still had it. She doesn't. She opened up with a bunch of new shit that auto-tuned up, yeah. trash-sounding shit, <laughs> and number one, we got to start with this. Anybody who didn't remember what Lil' Kim was back in the day... You would look at her old video and look at her now and not realize they're the same person. It's, yeah. yeah. It looks, they don't look, look the same. It's kind of sad, man. Like, literally, we we joke about people being kidnapped and cloned and shit, but it literally looked like this is just somebody else they're calling Lil' Kim. Yeah. <laughs> and Lil' Kim just disappeared yeah. back around the early late, late 90s and just never came back mm-hmm. because she looks... I don't. She went way she, od she with totally the plastic different. surgery. Yeah, the fake ass, the fake everything. The face is way different. Yeah. She don't look. Ne- she look uncomfortable in her own body. 
Yeah. With how thick she is, but she can't really move. She was up there trying to dance, but Uncle do the little fucking yeah. <laughs> that thing they memed up on the internet where she trying to move her she shoulders or something. Mob, yeah. Mob <laughs> it was bad, man. And, and her live performance, she sang over vocal tracks. Yeah. You think with her being the OG that she could actually spit bars live? She really couldn't. Yeah. It was just a sad performance, man. I did like when Junior Mafia came out. Yeah. yeah, I like when they did crush on you, Lil C's. I ain't seen Lil C's in a minute. I'm glad Lil C's doing okay, <laughs> and uh, I like it when they got back to the old school stuff. But their performance itself was just kind of sad, man. And I felt after that, like, okay, she had her moment, but she she got to hang it up. <laughs> but she didn't because she released a new album. And Figgy, you heard it. Yeah. What do you think about it, man? Uh, well, to piggyback off the BT performance, I. I did think it was a little sad because, um, like, I grew up on Lil' Kim. That We wasn't getting that type of performance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, she she was she was like your color, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's pretty much white at this point. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It was kind of sad, but in the same breath, it's good to see her at least still performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a lot of people that can't even get that state. Like, you had people like Foxy Brown who was around during her time. Mm-hmm. She probably would never get that type of platform ever again unless somebody bring her out. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see people, you know, that came up in the 90s, one of the um, one of the best female MCs of our time to, I guess, get her flowers. Yeah. But um, with that being said, I listened to the album, and the song that she first came out with at the BET Awards that was actually a pretty good song. Oh, oh wow. wow! It was uh, she had Rick Ross on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was it was it was actually a pretty good song where I'm like, okay, okay, you know, it's pretty good. But um, the rest of it, man, it seemed like she was chasing a, a, a um, I don't want to say an old sound, but maybe that sound of the uh, maybe a 2015 type of sound mm. where uh, it was a bunch of auto tune. Trying to sound like future. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that's what it pretty much was, mm. and you know, like I said, I, I I mentioned this earlier off mic, but it's good that she's still you know releasing music. She's still doing her thing, and I don't think she's doing it as a money grab. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she not. I don't think she signed to a major label, so it's good that she got her own shit. She could do whatever she want, but to me, the music not good. It's, it's not really good. And I don't want to sit here and bash it like, no, she need to, you know, go in the corner and never <laughs> step in the studio again. Mm. But I think, yeah, the music she got now ain't it. Especially if you listen to her shit from 97. Yeah. 98. It's, it's like a total 180. Like, we never really heard Lil' Kim sing and harmonize. She was like one of them hardcore spitters. Yeah. I don't know if if ghost writing have anything to do with it i was gonna bring that up man yeah yeah but i i just think like us us fans us little kim fans want to hear the old little kim mm-hmm. I'm not saying she got to go back to her you know old shit but we want to hear her rap this stuff on this album really wasn't rapping so um i don't know i i, I wasn't disappointed i wasn't surprised like I said, I'm glad she able to record shit, you know, without being shelved or um, being stuck where she can't do shit. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, as a Lil' Kim fan, I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Sad state of affairs. Yeah. yeah. Hate I, to do it. I, I think the, real quick, I think the one thing we, I, I like the reason I don't want to bash it like that is, you know, it's good to see people still, you know. That alive. Been, yeah, alive, still, still doing it. Because if you look at, <laughs> if you look at like classic rock artists, they still making albums. It's, it's of course it's not none of their legend shit, mm-hmm. but they still doing it. They still a little active. They still perform. It's, it's like look at somebody like a Madonna. Her music not that good right now. Mm-hmm. Her performances I heard is pretty bad compared to what it used to be. But you know she's still alive because I, I feel like if if Lil Kim was to pass away, we'd be like, dang man, if we could see Kim on st- stage one more time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good to me it's good to see, you know, her still doing her thing, but it wasn't good. Yeah. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to any of it at all. I I don't know. I I never I didn't see her um what is it, hip hop awards performance mm-hmm. either, but uh, when just listening to you talk, I guess if you know she's so confident in herself to be a completely different person and still get up there and perform like she's just the same, then by all means, all power to her. But I just can't imagine. I I don't know. I just I just wonder why why like why why did it get to that point or why like I feel like she continues to get it or continues to like change things about herself and I'm talking I just, about like plastic surgery yeah, and stuff right yeah but I just don't know why like what like there's you, a theory about that mm-hmm. people are uh, saying that oh uh, go ahead oh about her yeah or just in, okay well about her and the reason why she lightened her skin and changed her features so much mm-hmm. they people say that it had to do with when Biggie left her for Faith Evans mm. that that really crushed her yeah. and ever since then she's been having image issues and like wants to be lighter skinned or wants to look like this wants to look like that so yeah supposedly according to woke twitter that's why i don't know if that's ever been confirmed i don't know if she ever actually said that Mm -hmm. but that's one of the prevailing theories as to why she went so od with the uh plastic surgery and that makes that i mean that would be reasonable like that would be a reasonable reason (laughs) yeah. <laughs> for a while, I mean, because Biggie been dead for thirty years yeah. now, so yeah. Th- and just what she did to herself, like she has a mole. Mm-hmm. Well, she had a mole then, but I don't know. I just I, I gotta see the two to compare. I don't yeah. even know. I I don't remember what yeah. she used to like really look like because of now. I, yeah, I think um, the theory kind of makes sense a little bit, but if you look at during that time. A lot of people used to praise light skinned women. Yeah. It, like getting you a red bone was the thing. Dark skinned women, I hate to say it, but dark skinned women wasn't the 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 choice. People wanted the light skinned chick. Mm-hmm. So um I think she 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 wasn't the only one that probably wanted to get a little lighter. But I think when you had surgeries like that, I think it get addicting, especially with her having money. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, every little thing she want to change, mm-hmm. she get more picky, more picky. Like, remember, she was messing around with her nose. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, then maybe wanted breast implants, ass implants. You know, when you got money like that, I think that type of stuff get addicted. I think you can get addicted to surgeries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what happened. I don't think it was because, you know, Biggie left her for a light skin chick and she wanted to get light skin. I think... I think she just wasn't happy in her in her skin. 
Yeah. And it just went way overboard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you're right, probably, but I'm not going to discount like that wasn't a factor at all because apparently, and you can look back, like when Biggie died, even at the funeral, like apparently Lil' Kim just did not stop crying. Like she cried the entire funeral. She was just broken down by it. She really loved Biggie. Yeah. And so she was probably doubly being crushed by the fact that, number one, he made your career. Mm-hmm. Then he left you for somebody else. And then he died like right after yeah. that. So that's a whole lot of trauma to take in a short amount of time, even though she was this big star. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. And she was still young at the time, too. Yeah, so. yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think it could have an influence on it, but. Like I said, you get addicted to that shit, yeah. man. The face stuff, I don't understand why her face got so big and round. That's what I was going to ask, too, but I, I didn't know that. if it was uh, looked, insensitive. Like, is she is she just heavier set now? No, nah, she got her face. Like Botox. Yeah. yeah. Because I know she, she was known for getting her nose done, but I, it looked like it's a bunch of Botox because it looked like she constantly smiled. Yeah. It looked like she can't make a facial She looks Asian now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she was going for an Asian look, but her face her face got really huge. I don't know if she got something done with her cheekbones or something. It looked like something went wrong, honestly. And because I remember when she was first getting that surgery and it looked bad at first. Mm-hmm. Over time, it's looked better. It's still kind of messed up, but it looks better. But I remember if you look at the pictures back then, man, it looked like something went horribly wrong. So yeah. I don't know, but... Like you said, man, shout out to her still doing it and still yeah. performing. So there's that. Yeah. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but at least, you know, they're giving her flowers now. Yeah. And see how I feel about her. It's exactly how I felt about Missy. Like, it's good that she's still, you know, active. Because this, if you look back in, you know, female hip hop that we grew up to, a lot of people not active. <laughs> you know, where is Foxy Brown? Where is, you know... Name whoever that was hot during that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's always good to see them still going. But if we, you know, we was to be honest, the music, not that good. Nah, unfortunately not, man. But it is what it is. She's yeah. in that Cameron area where he's still putting out bullshit, but he's happy he's still around. I don't think it's that bad, man. I don't think eh, it's that bad. You, you, eh. I, not, not bad as Lil' Kim right now. He okay. not. It'd be one. I mean. I would say that if he was using auto tune and shit like that, at least he's still kind of sticking to his formula. That's true. But it's you know, I think it's with his voice. I think he just don't sound strong. Like I don't know if he's sick or what, but he just don't sound as strong as he used to be. Yeah. When he started using auto tune and trying to get NBA Young Boy on the hook, <laughs> then we can have this conversation. But <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um. So what else happened this week? We could talk about. Go ahead. Did we talk about Summer Walker? The album? Yeah. I can't remember. I think we did, just me and you. Uh, Jasmine, you hear the Summer Walker album? Yes, and it's bomb. Okay. Everything I've ever said about her, I take back. Oh, you didn't like her? What did you say about her? I just didn't think we needed another one. Like, I felt like her, Summer Walker. Wait, ain't this her first album? Oh, you mean, oh, the artist? Yeah, like, I just didn't feel like we needed another one. Like, we had Janae. We have mm, her. Like you're excluding black female voices by saying <laughs> oh we don't need gosh. another one. Wow. No, Very we have her. Um, who else? SZA. Um, 
Yeah, SZA. We have Sabrina. Like, there was just too many beat too whole many. Whole rappers or whole singers is what I call them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I um I listen to all of it, and it's so good. Like, I there's not one song that I don't think that I don't like on her album. Okay. Um, the Usher, I really think that the samp- I mean, the feature with Usher was well done. Um, to say that she sampled his music, I didn't think it was too, like, cheesy or played out. Like, I appreciated that Usher was actually on the song that she sampled. Like, it wasn't just her sampling the music. Um, Janae's song is so, like, man, <laughs> that song is amazing. Like, okay. um, that song is amazing. Bryce, again, Bryson Tiller. I was referring to, honestly, I had this song in the back of my mind, the one with him and Summer Walker on this album when I was talking about how he just, why does he do this to us? Like, he's not on the video of this song. I can't think of the name right now. But I I like the whole album. I would love to see her in concert, like to see this album in in concert live and see what she does with it. Because I've never seen her. I've never really cared to, but she's got my interest now. Seems like she took the timeline by storm, man. I never really heard of her like that. But once this album dropped, apparently it's like the biggest female R&B debut or something in the streaming era or some shit. I don't know. But uh, it's doing numbers. So good for her. I mean, I'm not going to listen to it, but I'm glad, you know, she's doing something, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's talking about how niggas ain't shit, probably for most of the songs. But but. (laughs) um, no, it's really not like she's she's talking about her. Like she's talking about how she ain't shit. And Mm. like, no, I really you got to listen to it. Dive into it again. Um, Her and London on the track are dating now. And I think that is adorable because he had been trying to get her for for forever. Okay. And I guess it happened over time with him. Finally, producing her whole album or helping. No, her. that's what he had to do. <laughs> do it for free. But, and he got some pussy. Nah, <laughs> but I think I think. Let's get in the studio. I'm gonna make you a star. Nah, I'm dead. But I think I I think they're cute, and I don't know. I like. Okay, them. actually, I do like her because I've the sentiment I'm seeing on the timeline is some goofy shit like this album makes me want to suck a nigga dick and then leave him on red. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is promoting that, I'm with it. So, no, honestly, shout like, out to Summer Walker. It, it's, a, it's a bomb album. Okay, okay, I might. And the title to the "I'll Kill You" to the Janae song is is so accurate. Like, it's I, they couldn't have chose a better title for the for that song. I'll kill you. Yes, I'll kill you. Yes. Yeah. I see see a lot of people on social media saying, oh, if a a guy did something like that, it would be canceled. Well, niggas have done shit like that. Yeah. (laughs) Eminem in particular has done a lot of songs like that. But, um, fuck it. What else happened this week? We could talk about this Kanye thing I kind of teased earlier. Um, and it's kind of going to a what a bro knows type topic, I guess. But fuck it, we can start off with it because mm-hmm. shit ain't nothing else going on this week. So, uh, apparently, keeping up with the Kardashians is coming back on air. And there was an episode teased where Kanye is saying that him and his new spirituality and his new religious self is bothered by her sexy pictures that she posts. <laughs> oh, and it's kind of something like this You're on your transformation doesn't mean that I'm in the right I'm in the same spot with you so okay all right so all right. that wasn't the whole clip Fuck it. Kanye West this fucking shit was one of them ease stories where they chop up this shit but basically she <laughs> he was just talking about how um 
her her sexy pictures bothered him and that's his wife and she shouldn't be posting that type of thing and she's basically defending it by saying you know you knew who i was and just because you were on this spiritual journey doesn't mean i'm gonna be there with you and do all this stuff and believe what you believe and he got mad and walked out it was very awkward because people were in there too not only just a camera crew but like random other people too yeah. but uh so what do y'all think about this and what do y'all think about if you were married to an Instagram star, um, how do you feel about them posting sexy pictures on the ins- on Instagram when you're married to that person? It's so interesting because he was exploiting his wife. That's true. At the beginning of this, at the beginning of this marriage, as for his clothing line, she was like naked selling his clothing line. So true. I just think this is really interesting. Like by all means, like more and more, I'm starting to understand that this is sincere for Kanye, um, that this is a sincere journey of his. And kind of like we talked about before, like how, how does this work out for him? And like, I, I, that's what I don't understand. And it's interesting. I'm glad they put that out there for us to see. Cause I don't understand how that works. The lifestyle that she and her family live and have loved and, and admire and continue to keep the way that it is. I don't see how that goes hand in hand with the lifestyle that Kanye is yeah. now wanting to be a part of or you know wanting to make the changes for himself so i don't i just don't understand how that marriage works out in the long run yeah for someone that's not playing with god like that you know what i mean like Mm. maybe the people around you know the supporters we that's up for debate but somebody that's seriously going through a spiritual journey you can't play with them like that like kim that if he feels away he feels away like what? How do y'all compromise about that? What do you think should happen? Do you think she shouldn't post those pictures? I think he's almost wrong for even being able to. I think he's, yes, he has the right to say it, but I think he's kind of like he has to also understand that she's not just going to do exactly what you say because you're in this in this mentality now because you were also in the mentality where you wanted her naked on Instagram so she could help you sell clothes. That's true. So you, I, I see both sides. Like Kim, I, Kim should be understanding as to what her husband is going through at this point in time. And, and two, just understand like, we don't need you to be negative anymore. Like we good. So I think it's just up to like, that's again, like how does, how does, How's that going to work out? Because that's Kim. That's her personality. That's what she wants. She wants the attention. She wants. She thrives off of that. And that's always been her. Kanye doesn't necessarily need what Kim needs mm-hmm. as far as that goes. So I, I don't know. I don't. I think she should take it into consideration, but I don't think that she has to do it. Let's say because of you're... because of him because of how he initially allowed it to occur. If he had never said anything and this was just a husband wife situation and he just decided he didn't want her to be naked because that had been her decision, then yes, I think that she should she should not be naked okay. for her husband. But no, not in this sense because he started it. Not started it, but he, he enabled it. Let's say you were with a guy and y'all were dating and then you were who you were. He is who he is and y'all were cool and y'all vibed. But then y'all got married and then he said, okay, I don't want to see you on Instagram, like twerking with Ashley no more. I don't want you putting certain images out in social media. <laughs> How would you react to that? Would you be like, okay, I understand? Or would you be like combative about it and say, no, I'm, I'm going to post what I want to post? Uh, I'd probably be combative because I'm just... I, A woman. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd probably be combative, but at the end of the day, like I, I have to be understanding to that. I'd okay. be combative at first, but like no, like you can't act in the ways that you once acted when you were single. Okay, so that's understandable. Because I've seen this, I've seen this kind of case a lot in social media now. Like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend because he didn't like me posting this picture on social media. It's a picture of them like half naked or something. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't see like look if, if somebody don't want you looking like a hoe on social media I don't see why that's such a bad thing that you gotta break up with somebody for yeah. is being a hoe that important yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is it really to, to me that show you where you at in the relationship because mm-hmm. once you get in a relationship especially married you gotta you know if if your partner got a problem with you doing something or feel some type of way you you can't help that I mean, they feel how they feel. So if you kind of like, ah, that's the way I am, then that show you what type of effort you <laughs> want in the relationship. Yeah. Because um, we all do stuff we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. We all got to do something to accommodate our partner. So for her to be like, oh, that's how I was at the beginning, it's kind of like, damn, like, I get it. But I'm a different person right now. Or, you know, stuff changed. We grow. And you, so you going to do this for the rest of your life. <laughs> so this is, you know, like, even though I feel uncomfortable with you putting yourself out there like that. So I think, I think it's more of a thing where they, um, I don't know. He, he got feelings. He, you know, he can't help the way he feel. So, you know, you just pretty much going to tell him, you know, that I've been doing it from the beginning. So who do you think is in the wrong? Him for asking or her for her for still posting those pictures? Um, I think I don't want to say nobody's wrong, but Kanye being honest, he not like I don't know if he's being selfish with it, but I feel like he's being honest. If he feel uncomfortable with her posting half naked pictures or whatever, you know, that's his right. He can't help it. But to me, I think the um I think to make a relationship, you got to kind of accommodate your partner. Mm-hmm. If he feel that way, maybe you could say, all right, you know, I'll put, what about this picture? Can I show this much? Or you got to at least attempt to do something. Yeah, but you, you know, women would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your approval before posting the picture. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, but if you in a, if you married, you can't just be like, oh, well, I've been doing it from the beginning. You just going to have to take it as it is. This is like, damn, like. I'm sitting here making sacrifices too. <laughs> I I, I kind of, I see both sides. I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, people do grow. You expect people to grow. But at the same time, if you marry a girl and she's acting hoish when you're dating her and marry her, why should you expect her to act differently after? Like, we just assume that people, not everybody matures the same way. Some people want to hold on to that for a little bit longer. But it's kind of like if you get with a girl, say, for instance, you meet a girl in a club and, you know, y'all start dating. She, you know, she liked the club. Mm-hmm. Eventually, y'all get married and she not leaving the club lifelong. <laughs> it's kind of like, damn, like, I know I met you there, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, you I kind of that shit yet. Yeah. I kind of feel uncomfortable uncomfortable with you going out every single day. <laughs> like, he he's not wrong for feeling that way. Yeah. But. You know, it it comes to the point where it's like, what are you looking for out there? Why is you going out every day instead of, you know, being with me? So, I I mean, you everybody got to sacrifice somehow, some way. Yeah. 
So, I guess if the shoe was on the other foot and your wife told you she didn't want you posting um, a specific way, like she didn't want you posting a specific way on social media, would you take it into account what your wife has said, or are you just going? No, I I got to. Let's <laughs> or say even for if example, it's not even even. If, wait, go ahead. I, I was going to say, let's say if she asked you not to like any women's pictures on social media. Yeah, we we kind of we kind of been through that. Yeah, because really? she she um because at first she didn't really care, but after a while she like man I don't like you you know she kind of had a problem with it. It wasn't a big deal, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a uh, you know I really don't care. It kind of bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like All right, ain't no big deal. Like, so you stopped. Yeah. Uh, you gave up, Biggie. Uh, you gave yeah, up, man. But, I mean, you got to hold your ground but with that. You got to think about, is it worth sitting there arguing or making your significant other feel some type of way from liking a picture? But to that point, is liking a picture such a big deal? I'm sure so, she likes pictures of sexy men like The Rock when he's working out every other week and flexing. I mean, I mean you if ain't going to press her about that. But see, if it bothered me, I'm sure she would be like, all right, you know, I'm sorry about that. But would it be that easy? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a good question. But but if it's something I don't like her doing and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I know you like doing this, but it really bothered me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she will be like, all right, you know, I, you know, I really like I really like watching Friends all day long or, mm-hmm. you know, the show Friends all day long. But I know you don't like that. So. You know, I'll just watch it before you get home. Yeah, or something. And then, you know, you got to accommodate some type of way. If you just making the effort, I mean, if you're not making the effort saying, oh, I've been watching this show for a long time. I ain't going to stop now. Or I always had this attitude. Why would I stop this attitude now? Mm-hmm. That's like, damn, you're not, <laughs> you're not really helping me at all then. You're not, you don't really give a shit about what I feel. I feel like liking pictures is a bridge too far, though, man. I understand if you're leaving a comment with the hard eyes emoji. Yeah, that might be going a little too far, especially if it's somebody you know. But yeah. liking a picture is inoffensive. It's one button press. I, it's not I get it. <laughs> so, I, I totally get it. But what can you do? I mean, uh, you can't really be too mad if she feels some type of way about it. I, I you think might- you can. I think, I think you can, but if 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 you feel some type of way about something she did, if you if you ain't want your girl calling you a nigga, you can't like she gotta respect that at some point. That's how you feel. You can't get mad because you know the way she feel about something. I think it might be it might be petty, but who are you to say? Oh, you can't feel that way. People <sighs> different. People got different feelings. I just feel like that's one of those things. And maybe I'm just where I just have to fight. <laughs> but I always feel like if you give an inch, you you give a mile in a lot of cases. So, so how, how would you feel if, you know, you was out with your girl or whatever and some dude said, hey, take my number. And she just put the number in the phone. But that's come on. No, no, I'm just saying. But she she said, no, I just got I just did that. So he don't say shit to me. I ain't going to call. You might be like, damn, that's a. No, I don't like you doing that. She might feel like that's not a big deal. But to take another nigga's number? But not call. Ficky, come that's, on, that's man. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how you feel. But other women might be like, that's not a big deal to me. Why are you making it a big deal? Why? I, Jasmine, that's, help me out but here. I'm trying to make sure I understand. No, that's what I'm saying. That's you. That's how you feel. 
But I guarantee it's a girl out there that felt like that's not a big deal. To pocket somebody's number and <laughs> tell me she's not going to call them? That's you. That's, yeah, that's no, how you feel. I, I get I, Everybody okay. feel some type of way. Yeah. So would you feel like somebody liking somebody's picture on Instagram, you feel like that's not a big deal. That might be a big deal to, to another girl. I get what Figgy's saying. He's saying, like, that. He, that's just, like, an example. Like, as far as, like, just for preference goes, like, if you don't like... She may have just taken the number and you y'all have had this conversation before behind closed doors. You may she may have taken the number with intentions of just getting that man out of her face and not having to deal with, you know, well, yo he don't like he don't like you having friends or he you know, confrontate that could just be you never know that situation. So I get what you're saying as far as that may not bother other people if a conversation is had, but that ain't just happening out here on the regular. Like that's yeah. what, I'm or, or what about a lot, what about a lot phone? She don't want you to have a lot phone. Yeah, see, like that's but another you might example. be like it's not a big deal. I, I like my phone a lot because I might lose it. But she feel she like feels her way about them. Yeah, you can't help the way she feel. She feel like it's it's a little yes, weird that you keep her phone locked. It's phone. our job to tell them why the way she feels is stupid. <laughs> because if you think that, it's a problem on, with me, you. <laughs> if you think it's a problem with me having a locked phone because you don't trust me, then that means you don't trust me. Period. If you have to look through my phone to believe I'm where but, I am well, when but, I say I, I but am, you can't help the way she feel though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe she had a bad experience. I don't. I don't know. But my point is, you can't help the way she feel. And that's you, how. That's how she feels. She can't. She can't really help it. That's. That's a problem for her. We got to help them help it, though. That's nah, the thing, and man. and I think so, it, the so, way you communicate it is different. Like, yeah. if you just tell her, like, bitch, I'm, <laughs> like, I want yeah. you, like, I'm not going to unlock my phone so you can be all creeping <laughs> in my phone. Like, but, like, in reality, you don't know why she wants, like, she might not even be thinking about that. Like, yeah. you just be thinking. Yeah, okay. she might yeah, just want to play games. Yeah. Like, or, or you may have more, Uh, you may have a better camera or, like, who knows? No, honestly, like. You, you never know. Like, so it, I think it's important to make sure you communicating about what you like and don't like, but, and telling them why, or telling them why you won't let them do this. But if you're not going to talk about it and you just going to assume certain things of the woman or certain things of the man, then, then there's no, like, it doesn't work for either party. Yeah. yeah like my, you got to communicate yeah. about what you like and don't like, like your boundaries. Y'all got to discuss your yeah. boundaries before you just end up in a relationship yeah, with somebody. My, my whole point is you ain't going to understand why your significant other feel a certain way when you do certain shit. Like my wife, she sometimes she feels a certain way when I be doing the podcast all night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she feel that way. I'm here at the, at my job, but I can't help the way she feel. Yeah, so I but try you to, do it anyway. That's, but you I don't try, say I'm not going to do the podcast because no, you feel try, a certain but way. I try, I try to accommodate by saying, all right, I'm going to try to get out earlier. I'm going to try to, you know, finish up that earlier. That never happens. <laughs> yeah. So basically, lies are key. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but my point is, you got, I can, like, how would I look if I sat there and say, well, I've been doing the podcast for how long? Like, that's an that, argument right there. That's a very sensible argument to have. That, you'll, you'll understand once you get in a deep relationship, Look, I man. was there, Figgy. No, just, I was there. And we had these conversations, you, too. But you, I, I'm just saying, you got to accommodate. You got to give some time. You can't be the one that say, oh, I'm not doing this. Nope, I've been doing this before. Nope, why would I stop doing that? You got you to gotta give something in the relationship. You can't just sit there and say, well... Nope, I've been this way all this time. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think if they, they feel a certain type of way about something, you got to be like, hey, what can I do to help you stop feeling that way? No. How would you feel better if, you know? I get the concept of what you're saying. Yeah, there has to be compromise in any serious relationship. But I think the examples are just too extreme. I think sometimes you just have to explain to a woman because a woman feels certain ways over everything. Okay, a lot of their emotions, let's be honest, are irrational. And we have to explain to them why they're feeling like this is irrational. Be like, hey, look. I understand you feel a certain way about me doing a podcast, but I've been doing it. I'm trying to push this. I'm trying to make this my career one day. So I want you to be, you know, my right hand man and be my and ride with me. You know, if you're talking about ride or die, this is my career we're talking about. So be my ride or die. See, if I you think phrase that it like that conversation is different. Like if you have that conversation and she still don't want you to do the podcast, then that's just a relationship you don't need to be in. That's, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you doing exactly what I just said. Like but I'm not, I'm not that, saying well, but, how can I but, help you? But y'all having that conversation though. Yeah. You're not sitting there like, well, I've been doing this for a minute. I'm not doing <laughs> I would, that. I'm, I wouldn't that's say what, that's that's what it sounded like Kim that's was what doing. That's what a disconnect yeah. was. Kim wasn't mis- Kim wasn't like, well, you know, I'm trying to help us do our branding or what she just said no i've been like this <laughs> from the beginning i feel you. she ain't mm-hmm. really give nothing it'd be different if she was like hey you know i'm trying to push your clothes i'm trying to take you to the next yeah le-. or even she brought up the argument like you you had me doing this for you at first like that's true she didn't yeah. even bring that up she yeah she ain't really give us she ain't really give them shit so that that's that's my whole point that's true and you, you gotta you gotta communicate yeah, she could have phrased that better. And to get back to the Kim thing, the thing that makes her kind of confusing is the fact that she has like one one foot in the serious professional woman world <laughs> where she's trying to study her law degree and be a get lawyer and get people out of jail and meet with the president. But then she still want to strip half naked on Instagram and promote goofy shit like flat tummy tea and all that. So <laughs> it's like she has one foot in the professional world and one foot in the Instagram whole world. And that's what makes her kind of confusing. Like, which one are you? Are you still the old Kim who's just going to be naked all the time? Or are you the new Kim who's like taking herself seriously? So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. We're dynamic there. We yeah. got a way sidetracked there, but we don't need to have. That was our weather, bro. No. <laughs> um. So fucking man, let's let's catch up on some things we we didn't really comment on yet. I wanted to get to this Drake story because I thought it was very interesting. Mm. Um. So Drake's father, his name is Dennis Graham, I guess. Uh, he was on uh Nick Cannon's show, and uh Nick. Cannon asked him how, well, fuck it, we'll play the clip of what happened here. Right. Is there, do you have to deal with any of that that stuff from like the upbringing of Drake and him kind of living in in uh, Toronto without you at times? We hear it in his lyrics sometimes. I, uh, I, I had a conversation with Drake about that. I have uh, always been with Drake. Mm. I talk to him, if not mm. every day, every other day. Wow. Um, and we we really got into a deep conversation about that. Um, I said, Drake, why are you saying all of this uh, different stuff about me, man? Like, uh, uh, this is not cool. And uh, he goes, Dad. It sells records. <laughs> uh, so okay, well, cool. Go I wish my dad yeah. was that understanding. Yeah. Talk about me. Right. Is there? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, if you didn't read the context there, uh, 
Drake's dad is basically saying that Drake admitted to lying about <laughs> his dad not being there, being an absentee father, because it sells records mm. for whatever. I don't know what. Well, I guess it, the image does. But Drake did make a statement about this. Let me look up what his statement was. Fuck, I thought I had it in this rundown. Basically, he said that he was disappointed. He like- was disappointed <laughs> that, uh, you know, family is a family you're stuck with. But he basically said that every every line he rapped has been true. And unfortunately, his dad just wants to be seen everywhere. So he was on the show talking crazy. But he said he stood by the fact that every bar that Drake has bit has been true. So is Drake a phony for acting like his dad wasn't <laughs> around for clout? Are we believing Dennis or are we, are we believing Drake Aubrey Graham and his story? Hmm. I don't even <laughs> honestly I don't even think it matter man I, I'm, I'm over the whole point of if so and so lyrics are true or who wrote this who wrote that did he really write his own shit I don't even think it matter man like, I don't even know why we brought it up no not not, not <laughs> us but like I don't even think why that's a headline if you know is it true or is this lyric I don't even know why Drake had to make that clear that you know the bars was true Oh, and here's his statement, by the way, I found it. He said, I woke up today so hurt, man. (laughs) (laughs) My father will say anything to anyone that's willing to listen to him. It's sad when family gets like this, but what can we really do that's that's the people we are stuck with? Every bar I ever spit was the truth, and the truth is hard for some people to to accept. So basically, yeah, he's saying everything is true, and he was hurt by his dad's comments. Yeah. yeah. I'd be uh, hurt if it was dead. Yeah, man. Yeah. If my son was saying <laughs> saying all that, <laughs> yeah, I would be pretty hurt, too. One thing that was kind of weird, why was he on Nick Cannon's show? I don't know. That was Nick Cannon's been... his. That show is kind of interesting. I like it, Nick, actually. Nick Cannon's actually a pretty good host, no, man. He yeah. has good guests on his shows. It's pretty good, but it was kind of random, random to have yeah. Drake's dad. What you gonna ask him? That's not that's about Drake, saying, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What was the purpose of having him on? I don't know if he promoting something. Well, or... he was a Drake's dad was like the man back in his day. Apparently, was he? Yeah, no, honestly, before Drake, I because I'm I have not mistaken, some, I have an audio of his one of his newer music videos, and we have to play it now. <laughs> oh, Shit, I have to find it. I have to scroll through my likes, but uh, yeah, it's I, pretty bad, man. But I think that um. I think that Here we go. Drake's dad could have easily been there, but emotionally, maybe he wasn't there. And if you're not there emotionally, how would his dad know? If his dad felt like him being there, being present, was being there, then Drake may be considering his dad absent in other ways. So you're siding with Aubrey. Yep. Well, let, let's hear the music first and let's subscribe. <laughs> Listen me up, checking on me like GPS, trying to see where I'll be. Going through my phone, reading my text, got me thinking what she going to do next. I can't sleep at night without one eye open. When I'm in the other room, I can hear her tiptoeing. Lay her to the door with a siphon cup. The detective from the cage about to lock me up. I can't. Hey, if you haven't seen the video, he's like dressed in all green with the green do-rag. With his big old mustache and some glasses, <laughs> look like some Soldier Boy glasses. Yeah, it's bad. I believe yeah. whatever Drake says now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe this nigga. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he probably doing that anything for uh cloud probably. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm riding with Drake on this one after seeing yeah. that video. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was ready to hate on Drake too. I was ready to call him a fraud. <laughs> but uh oh yeah, and Pusha T also had a little reaction to that whole story. He just tweeted an emoji. <laughs> What did he say? He didn't say anything, but when that whole story was circulating, he tw- like whatever that confused face emoji is, he tweeted uh, that out. The hands that up. twisted face. Nah, that the twisted face one. Yeah, yeah, yeah sick, he put that one it was out. Like a sick twisted. Yeah. yeah, Steve Harvey suits. Whatever that man was. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of, and see that kind of go back to the previous conversation. You don't know how Drake was feeling around that time. His dad could have been there. Yeah, but he probably felt like he really wasn't there. He. I, I don't know what Drake was doing around that time, but he probably felt like his dad really didn't support him or wasn't around. Yeah, you can't. He may have just gone through the motions of being a parent. Like he wasn't, like emo, he may not have been emotionally there. Like he yeah. may have just picked him up and took care of him just because that's what he knew he was supposed to do. Yeah, because you could call somebody every day, mm-hmm. but are you going to his game or are you yeah. around for Christmas? Little stuff like that. Like kids think about that stuff. Yeah, so, and there's also, I think fathers will see it in a different light than kids do. Yeah. Fathers will be like, look, I'm there every weekend. Yeah. I call every time you're there. I call you every day. We talk every day. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, when you go going to sleep, your dad ain't there in the house. Yeah. You know, when my parents split up, like, yeah, my dad was very involved. We hung out, like, every weekend. But you could still, he wasn't there, man. So. Yeah. That's how it feels for a kid versus an adult who's like, hey, I'm there. I'm calling. I'm texting. We're talking. So, yeah, it's different. Yeah. And like you can't really you can't really get mad at Drake for feeling that way. You can't really say anything. That's how you feel. I I could get mad about him telling his dad he did it for records and that it sells records. Yeah. You like fuck that shit. man. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. You can whoop his ass if you want to. Yeah. That's that's the part that. Drake, I guess, well, I Drake probably shouldn't have said that to his dad if he just didn't want to have the conversation. Like, if he, if yeah. it was more to the conversation as to why he does that and he wasn't willing to have the conversation, he shouldn't have lied to him and told him it just sells records. Yeah, probably try to make him feel better. Yeah, when, you know, or maybe it's just like he, like you said, like, why are we even talking about this? Like, he don't even want to get into all this anymore. Like, they dealt with that already. They moved on. So yeah. it is what it's, it is. To me, it's kind of like, I guess, finding your, um, your your parents finding your old diary or something. Yeah. It's kind of like, what's this? It's like, man, that's, you know, that's in the past. You know, I'm just, you know, it don't mean nothing. And I'm just selling records. That's all. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's just trying to get away from the conversation. I think so. But I also think it's worth discussing because I do kind of feel like Drake is a person who grew up fairly privileged in terms of, you know, somebody who's dirt broke. But he wants to create this narrative that he really didn't make it from nothing. Yeah. You know, despite the fact that he had music industry connections, despite the fact that he was on a popular TV show. Yeah. At a very early age. And then got found by Lil Wayne and Jay Prince and them and then became a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole starter for the bottom thing never really sat well with me because, man, you really didn't. Yeah. There's some people who really did come from the gutter yeah. and you weren't really one of them. So I think yeah, there could, is a crafting of his image to be like more 
blacker. No, for real, it could be because uh, even in some of his music, he mentioned how he blew through the acting money and was out of it. Yeah. Type of thing. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it could be a thing where you're trying to paint this rapper image that, Mm. you know, I ain't had shit or my teachers say I wouldn't be shit type of (laughs) image that everybody used for some reason. Yes. So, yeah, I can't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was really lying to, you know, sell records, I guess. Yeah. Or he could just be thinking that his life was harder than it w- what it really was. Yeah. Because just because your dad, yeah, it's like not having your dad around, but it's even worse not having your dad around and being dirt broke living in the projects. Yeah. Or so, not knowing who he is. Exactly. Because to me, Offset, ain't, what, he been trying to chase his dad for years. Yeah. And never, and his dad But always, quiet is kept. I heard that Offset grew up pretty well, too. Well off, really? mm. yeah, yeah. I heard he grew up like middle class. It wasn't I heard like he, he was did in, too. Yeah, with the Whitney Houston. Yes, uh, oh, he yeah. was in the Whitney Houston right. videos. videos. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. he was so, a dancer. <laughs> this whole industry a lie, man. I, I don't believe nothing no more. Anybody who says shit, I don't believe it. I don't believe Jay Z lost ninety two bricks. I don't believe any of these rappers no more, man. Um, fuck. What else happened this week, man? Y'all want to talk about power? Yes. I absolutely want to talk about power. Uh-oh. Okay. Because. <laughs> Spoiler alerts. Spoiler <laughs> alerts. If you have not seen anything from power. Don't listen to the, You need to stop it. right yeah. now. Just skip past it. Because for one, I will not sit up here and let you guys slander the show anymore. What? And Come say on. that it was trash. Because <laughs> it was not. Like, no. I finally, finally am caught up to what is it, season six now? Mm-hmm. And the final season. And that hoe is good. Like, it is so good <laughs> to me. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what about ep- the first few episodes just made y'all, like, turned off. But I thought they were good. I thought they were <laughs> I thought they were really good. Um, the fact that now in episode seven go- leading up to eight is when it got trashed to me when Tasha decided that she needs... To, you are you ever gonna watch go this? Go ahead, just we'll go ahead Come and spoil on. it. Just spoil it. So basically, okay. So basically, if I take you through the Do season, you know what happened? No, or, but or, I want to okay. find I out. Know, now. I know okay, social media so spoiled it for you. You know, nah. Angela's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Tommy and Ghost have been trying to kill each other pretty much yep. all season, and then they end Proc up having Proc. Yeah, yeah so, so I heard about that. That hurt my soul, man. Like, how y'all just gonna kill? Pro- anyway, he was trying to get out the show, probably like too much niggerish shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so uh, Angela. So basically, um, Angela's dead. Dommy and Ghost are at each other, trying to kill each other. The police force is trying to figure out who killed Angela. They are trying to pin it on James St. Patrick, although it was Tommy James St. Patrick. <laughs> okay, using his government name. <laughs> what are you about to say? Oh no, go. Ahead. I'll oh, let you break down. Yeah, because I was about to say. Ghost and Tommy going at each other. That's already a yeah. shitty storyline to me. Mm-hmm. But oh, going go. at each other, yeah. It's so corny, man. Go ahead. But yeah, so they're going after each other. Um, basically, everyone in um, the police force thing is trying to pin everything on Ghost at this point now that Angela's dead. Um, Sax, who is a part of the police force, he is basically kind of leading the case, but he's kind of doing he's doing it in crooked ways, so everything's just backfiring on him, basically. And so... Um, yeah, so Tommy and Ghost, they end up having to work with each other because Tariq has decided he wants to be a dope boy. Oh and he doesn't know how to handle himself in ways that he thinks that he does at certain times. So they actually, I mean, 
Tariq ends up playing Tommy and Ghost against each other. Like, he ends up working with certain distributors, letting them know how Tommy and Ghost are going to act in order to keep himself alive. I wouldn't say alive, but in order to get in good and get more supply for himself. So he's, like, basically playing his dad and godfather. He's being Tariq. Yes, he's being Tariq. And so Tariq and Tommy later learn out about, like, you know, basically the deals are done. Like, they've killed the people they need to take care of, all that. And then it comes out that Tariq is doing what he's doing. And so um, both Tommy and Ghost have warned Tariq, like, Basically, you you know, they can't trust him anymore. Like, they don't fucking trust him anymore. Like, you have to watch the season because he's done some, like, really, like, grimy stuff as to where both of them are, like, obviously it's their son and their godson, so they're going to look out for him, but they're kind of wanting to turn their backs on him because of the sh- type of shit that he's starting to do. And so, um, I don't know. It's just really all over the place. Like, Tommy killed Proctor, and I... He really didn't have to kill him. Like, oh, you have to watch I'm, it. I'm like, waiting for the good parts. You have to watch Whoa. it. <laughs> because all the good parts are in between. Like, all the good parts, it's so many, like, little details. I mean, it always is. But there's uh, there's a lot more, like, twists and turns of the details that that make the, the overall plot of Tommy and Ghost going at each other. So, like, if you, and then, like, I don't know. There's so many just different details that you got to watch it to be able to, or I can't sit up here and just explain every single thing. The idea of Tommy and Ghost having to team up to take down Tariq. But it's not that it's though. Like it's, it's not necessarily that they're teaming up to take down Tariq because during the times that they're teaming up, they have no idea that Tariq is involved. They just mm-hmm. think that they're dealing with certain distributors that they've always had problems with. But Tariq was, but Tariq Tariq mastermind. was the mastermind. And he's the reason what, 17 why. 17 years old now? Like what? He's still in high school. Yeah. No, no, he's in, is he in high Come school? Come on, man. I think that was a high school. That was some high type school, of yeah, like a boarding high, type of school. Yes, yeah, like a high end high school. Yeah. So basically, right now, Tariq is learned. Like this is when it got fake as fuck to me, and I just felt like they could have took this another direction. But now Tasha is teaching Tariq the game because Tariq. And I'm she sorry, said that. Yeah, she's gonna teach him. I'm the way teach you the game. game. Oh, it was that That's was annoying. Like, the fucking game, Tariq. It was. <laughs> it was so annoying to hear her say that, and like, uh. Anyway, but so now she is apparently teaching him the game. She has. She is divorcing Ghost. She has a business of her own now. She oh is selling God. drugs herself. She oh is. God teaching Tariq the game. Tariq has one of his teachers, professors selling for him and his professor has no idea who he's selling for. He's just doing it. And um, one at school, the school that he's in, the girl that he has um, made work for him, not necessarily made work for him, but has working for him. He has his roommate and a girl working for him at the school that he attends and she's a traitor. Like she's working with somebody on campus to take him down. We just don't know who yet. And I don't know. I think it's good. Uh, Tasha killed Lakeisha because she got in over her head and she thought she Wait, was that just, was Lala? Yeah. yeah. She killed her. She killed her best Come friend. On, her man. ex-best friend. No, because Lakeisha got in over her head and just decides that she wants to be this whole ride or die chick. But she has a whole son and she's, you know, thinking that Tommy's going to care for her and protect her in ways that... Honestly, in my opinion, that she's seen ghosts do for Tasha, but she's complaining about them and how their relationship ended up and how they affect everybody. But in my opinion, the the reason why she's so like in love with Tommy and wants Tommy to care for her and stuff is because of what she's seen that Ghost has done for Tasha over. But she just thinks it's going to be better. 
and it seems like she just thinks that it's gonna be a better situation for them. But basically, Lakeisha ended up like not really like folding under pressure. The police stopped her, lied to her a few times, and she took the bait and ended up signing a non-disclosure. Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the document was, but basically, she was gonna she Had to ex- accepted. Yeah, she accepted Wixet basically, and mm-hmm. so. Um, it was found out about Tasha found out about it and um, ended up going to ki- like ended up killing her because Tommy and them Tommy and Keisha had moved away and the son like you didn't really see much of the son but now all of a sudden he's like a bit he's a big role in this season uh, Keisha's son and they ended up moving away to get out of the city um, everything was paid for the cops ended up telling her that it wasn't and everything was in her like basically getting her to flip Tasha, I can't even remember how she found out, but she ended up going to that residence when neither the son or Tommy was there and she ended up killing her. So it seems like after six seasons, nobody really learned any lessons about how to kill somebody. You just show up there yourself with yeah. the gun and murder somebody. Well, they ain't no, no hitmen. No, I think no, I think she when she went went up there, I don't think she went up there to kill her. Oh, mm-hmm. but just but got they, there. She went up there, she saw everything was pat, like it looked like Keisha was about to try to bounce oh, okay. and Tasha yeah. knew what it was like damn this bitch you about to snitch and mm-hmm. and she know more about Tariq than you know all the dirt he did I guess mm-hmm. so Tasha was like no nah, you ain't about to tell him my son like yeah. I'm trying to protect my son basically and then they and then they both started looking at the purse what you got in the purse oh my god yeah. and then the gun the gun fall on the floor of course they run and dive and they kind of fighting over it and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> then you don't know which one shot and then oh Lakeisha started going down to the ground yeah and then the surprising part is um, she probably would have died but uh, Tasha kind of took the gun stood over like hey I'm sorry and then Tasha finished her off mm. that was the surprising part to me yeah that Tasha finished I thought, her because I, they spoiled it for me um, by saying uh, Tasha killed Keisha yeah but I just wanted to see how I thought it was I thought it was gonna be a whack ass you know shot by mistake shot yeah. yeah but she actually stood over and finished her off okay but um yeah, not bad. To, I ain't gonna go through the whole timeline yeah but some of the shit that's so stupid is the Tommy versus Ghost shit so apparently they going after each other. They've been trying to kill each other the whole season, which mm-hmm. is stupid. Mm-hmm. So you got ghosts in broad daylight and all black <laughs> creeping out of nowhere in the middle of Manhattan, watching Tommy leave the uh, his fucking workplace where all the fucking drugs is in, and he looking and he pull his gun out like he about to shoot. Yeah. Then somebody come out of nowhere and he step back and then just take. Oh my just, God. It, it was like that the whole season. Um, what else uh, some things that bother me um, Keisha just coming out as a badass now she don't she don't want nothing to do with Ghost or um, or Tasha yeah so now she just this ride to die chick like no you you need to kill Ghost she, she doing all that her acting is terrible it's it's, it's so bad I'm not the, the, go ahead oh yeah the drug dealer the drug this gotta be the worst drug dealer of all time mm-hmm. this guy ain't doing nothing but um keep team and ghost and Tommy up oh yeah they know he know they trying to kill each other so he and, getting and, money getting profit and, off of both of them basically yeah so he come out of nowhere like hey I need you guys to work together and get this person for me or I need you to sell this and so they now they on the same team working under this bozo ass drug dealer like every everything about the season is 
it, to me, I know I know Jasmine like it, but yeah. everything <laughs> stupid. Like if you look back at the first couple seasons. Nothing like that. You had a gay drug dealer <laughs> who had the whole city shook. Yeah. Like they was in jail trying to kill this dude. Like that's how shit. And this thing, like everything about this season, if they don't like something, oh, you know what we got to do? We got to kill him. We got to do. We got to kill him. Like that's all they do. And then um, the part that really got me outside of the um, Tommy telling his friends, you know, you want to eat a bullet sandwich, mm, which was it. the worst line ever. <laughs> but um, the guy, what's his name? Sticks or what's what's the uh, detective? The, the uh, Sax. Sax. Yeah. So um, I guess he's suspended or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They roll up to his house and his, uh, he and his drawers jacking off for some reason. And they roll up on them. They put them in the chair. They put a bag over them. And like, yeah, Tom, we got to kill him. We got to. Or no, Tommy like, yeah, we about to kill him. We bu- we got to end him. He know too much. So they spilling all each other business out. So um, Ghost like, remember, Tommy, no, we got to keep on live. He, we can make him part of us now. Mm-mm. I'm like, huh? Like, remember, <laughs> and Tommy ready to blow his head off. He yeah. got the gun in the mouth. That pissed me off too. And goes like, "Remember, you owe me from Angela." So wait, number one, the the idea that Ghost would even work with Tommy after she, he killed Angela is ridiculous now. Exactly. Yeah. I yes. feel like that's something you can't turn away from. Exactly. You might think it's stupid to have them against each other in the first place, but now since they went there, you can't dial yeah. that back. Yeah. yeah. So that's silly. Yeah. And you have to remember, like, remember when they were looking for the killer of Ghost's daughter? Yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> yes. died in one of the most well, dumbest parts of the season, too? Well, see, that's part of the details I didn't really get into and as to why Tariq is so, like, why Tasha killed Lakeisha because now all of that is coming back full circle and now the cops are bringing that back into play and now they're looking into that again and like mm. certain things are there certain things are causing them to look into old stuff that we thought that the writers just forgot about and we were like what the fuck like you know yeah. but they're actually bringing all, uh, certain things back into full circle like when the the beginning of the show when Ghost and Tommy first killed that that guy and the witness that you know, always comes that, back because though because I yeah because like well they killed her now but mm. like all little stuff like that keeps coming back and it keeps like being a part of the storyline right now mm. yeah <laughs> and a couple more things that bother me speaking of that part uh-huh. uh, um so Tommy apparently was trying to kill that witness for the, for the longest i forgot why but he ended up sneaking into her house and so the witness came in, the the lady from the beginning, the first episode, she mm-hmm. came in with the the janky, um, the janky detective dude. Yeah. So he in the closet sitting there with a fucking silencer, and she, he overheard him saying, "Yeah, um, we're gonna take Tommy down because uh, Proctor said he killed Angela, so you know everything gonna be okay." Yeah. So Tommy in the closet like this motherfucker is a rat. Mm-hmm. Talk about Proctor. Proctor. So the guy, you know, the the guy left, and she was in there. He went in there with a silencer and killed her. And so she now she did. So that's how he found out about Proctor. So mm-hmm. now he like, I got to go kill Proctor. It's like a cartoon, Pro- man. And like, so come on. So, Pro- Proctor. so Proctor is in Ghost Apartment, that nice ass apartment overlooking the city. Ain't nobody he heard come no in, bullets. He come no in gunshots, with an AR. Nothing. He come come in with an AR fifteen. <laughs> Just lighting the whole bitch up for about 20, 30 minutes. 
No cops, no nothing. I'm just like, man, this shit is this shit is It's Looney Tunes, man. Honestly. <laughs> it's starting to look like state property now. Really though. Like <laughs> I, I can I can admit when people say, look, I know it's a dumbass show, but I like it because it's silly. Like there's a lot of silly dumb stuff we like, like a diehard movie or something like that. Some goofy action shit. But yeah. just don't tell me it's good. Like the writing is deep and the no, characters. No, no, no. I kind of feel like all the characters, all the big name characters came together and they were like, okay, write me like this. I want to look like a <laughs> badass like now. Because everybody's a badass now. La, Think about la. it. Right? The kid, yeah. the kid should be like a major fuck up. Yeah. Like he should be trying to get into the game, but he doesn't know the game like that. So he should be constantly fucking up and having to be bailed out. But now he's like some kind of kingpin running yeah. shit. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Every Tosh is a super badass now. Ghost is the only one who looks like a bitch most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a main character. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else is a super badass now. Yeah. And it's like it's it's too much, yeah. man. Yeah. The other part that bothered me too, we've been talking about this shit for way too long. Yeah, but no, anyway, good. the other part that bothered me was when Tasha got pulled over. And remember, she this total badass. She get pulled over by um some I forgot the chick name, but mm. I, I don't know. But she was a detective. She came out the car and said, "Oh, get out the." First of all, it started off like, "Yeah, babe, we in the neighbor. Wait, don't make sure your uh your hands is up, and we're getting stopped by the police, and you know we're black in the suburbs." Oh no, I, yeah. there was message. It in was there. one. Of, it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Got pulled over. The lady said, "Get out the car." They took the son, put him in the back seat, and she started going crazy, like, oh, my God, what you going to do with my son? And the cop, like, oh, yeah, you know we're going to put him in child protective services. If you sign this paper and um, and rat on so-and-so, then you'll be out. So she signed the papers that quick. What the fuck? And then the son just came back instantly, like, all right. And they just pull. I'm like, what? First of all, she didn't like, read type? nothing. Yeah. Like, she didn't you know, read anything at all to know exactly what you, she signed. You know, you know, Tommy didn't buy that house for real. <laughs> so if he go to jail, you're you're gonna be homeless with your kid. Now, if you sign this paper and um, so she wasn't even arrested. This was just no. A, come on, man. No, this wasn't even she no wasn't interrogation. Even get, she yeah. wasn't even gonna get arrested. Yeah. She they just had her son in the back seat saying they they gonna have to take him. This and so she was just fuck. like, oh my God. Then you said this show lazy as man, it, Come on, man. It, it, was, it was a lot of bullshit on top of the fucking, uh, to me, I think the big thing is the drug dealer, man. The drug dealer is corny. They ain't pushing no dope or nothing. They pushing pills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really it's the just, only thing you could press, you could push and have it be believable. This Who shit, actually could still do coke? Shit, this shit, kind of, man, it's just corny, man. Like, it, a dude, a nigga named Jason, a white dude named Jason. What's wrong with that? No, you, a white guy named Jason. No, as the as the kingpin, as oh, the dude the, they oh, scared okay, of. Okay, okay, I yeah. get you. I get you. Yeah, the person they scared of because you like Lobos, like that's you could kind of like oh shit, like that's the big dog or the Jimenez. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like oh shit. I feel but, like they try uh, to take name Jason. <laughs> they try to take certain things that are happening in real life and try to translate it into the show. Mm-hmm. Like when they talk about lean randomly, everybody was addicted to lean. The kids addicted to lean. Fifty Cent addicted <laughs> to lean. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. Yeah. And now is a pill pusher named Jason. Yeah. <laughs> who's a kingpin so it is what pushing it is pushing a product yeah <laughs> got my product yeah so it, it was a bunch of corny shit man like <laughs> like I like that they going guns blazing it's the last season mm-hmm. and I ain't gonna lie it's entertaining to watch but it's to me it's so bad man it's like huh 
the 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 whole idea of I'm going to kill this person, but wait, something just happened. I can't now. They've been doing that yeah. since the first fucking season. That's exactly what And that what it got was. old really quick. Yeah. And they're still doing it six years later. Yeah. yeah. That gets old, man. That, that's exactly what they're doing. They, you know, like I say, they're trying to kill each other. But then Tariq, Tariq uh, that's the other part. I, I think you mentioned it, but with the whole Tariq scamming on both of them, mm-hmm. he allegedly got kidnapped. So Again? No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he he got kidnapped, and uh, I guess uh, I guess the guy who kidnapped him, um, I get, I think it was like Tommy's peoples or uh, yeah. some people. His dad was connected. The Italians with. that were connected with his dad. Yeah. yeah. So um, because Leslie, uh, not Leslie, but um, Tariq um, gave them some baby aspirin instead of the real product because he lost the product. Mm-hmm. So they came and got him. And so he came up with this plan to act like he was kidnapped. So they called Ghost and Tommy to the fucking, um, what's that, Wonder Wheel, which is, you remember the Warriors and the whole yeah, Wonder Wheel? Yeah, So they yeah. met up there and said, what the fuck you doing? And, and they, they lightweight pulled guns out on each other. Oh then this God. dude come out like, hey, you want to re- He He lost all my product. Now you owe me $2 million in 24 hours. You better get it. That type of thing. And now they're like, well, we have to work together. Yes. Instead of killing each other and saying, yes. fuck it, I'll take care of it. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get back to killing each other later. Oh, but now man. we got to get Tariq. This show's super trash, man. I'm so sorry. It, it was a lot of... I know Jasmine like it. Yeah. But to me, like when you watched them first couple seasons, it was it was super real. You had people that you was really scared of. Mm-hmm. But even the fucking cops seemed like a joke. It's bad, man. Like, uh I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm just not motivated to watch it, man. I know I said I'd try to watch it again, but I don't feel like catching up. I feel like there's better uses of my time, man. I just don't want to be mad watching something. And then they, like, showing Lakeisha's son, that little boy, like, we care. Like, yeah. we don't care about that little yeah. boy. Ain't nobody care about Random when she died. <laughs> That's the thing, like, why too. why do we care about the little boy? I mean... I get it because it's a child element, but at the same time, you can't bring these characters in last minute and expect us to really have some type of feeling toward them. Because yeah. it's like, why you even? Why are we even seeing Lakeisha's son all of a sudden? We never, we knew his name, but we never seen that man before. Like we never seen that that guy before, the little boy before. <laughs> so now all of a sudden, we're supposed to care about him and his well being and Keisha as a mom because. <laughs> Because you are, <laughs> and the thing too, this this is uh, this last thing. But you know when somebody about to die, we knew when Proctor was about to die because they were showing more of him. Mm-hmm. He was kind of getting caught up a little bit, and he said, "Hey, Ghost, can I please stay with you, please?" And Ghost was like, "No, no. he like please, just you know, just me and my daughter." Mm-hmm. And showing the daughter, and the daughter like, "Oh yeah, Dad, I love you so much," and oh my all this other shit. So you knew he his time was coming. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with Lakeisha. Everybody kept bringing up the girl Holly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you know what he did to Holly, right? <laughs> like, why is Holly Nanky getting brung up? And she's like, "Oh, that would never happen to me." Yeah. No, yeah. I ride to die for mine, and I'll never end up dead like that. And voila. <laughs> At least it's almost over, it's man. So that's all pre- I can it's say. It's so predictable, man. That's I think that's my big beef. It's so predictable. Where yeah. You know, I I was really calling out shit what, uh, what was going to happen, and it happened. Yeah. That's a bad sign because I'm not even a movie producer or nothing. I'm not that much into it. And if I could tell you what's about to happen, 
then it's super you predictable. Know. Yeah. My uh my godbrother was telling me that this season is actually supposed to be a longer season. They're supposed to include like more episodes than normal. Oh god. So it's not why? gonna end at like ten like they yeah. normally do. Because yeah, it's on so, eight right now and I know t- this week is like a bye week. No, 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 uh, this week. Okay, mm-hmm. I know the next episode is like the mid-season finale. So they kind of doing like Walking Dead, mm-hmm. how they do that mid-season finale, and then probably next year they come out with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So they trying to stretch this bitch out long. <laughs> yeah, at least it's almost over, and then we get to the spinoffs, and it's gonna be more bullshit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad y'all here to break it down, so I don't have to watch it. I feel like I'm updated now. I could carry a conversation about power and why it's trash. <laughs> I still want you to watch it so you could just I laugh just, at it, man. man. It's I got to catch up on the whole last season too, and I don't feel like doing that either. <laughs> but I don't know. I might get bored enough and depressed enough where I want to watch that show. So <laughs> I'll think about it. Um, fuck. Okay, let's talk about some other things that happened. Uh, goofy ass. Speaking of goofy ass shit, they shouldn't be making. They're making a training day prequel. Mm, I heard apparently. About that. Uh yeah, they're making a prequel to Training Day. Apparently it's gonna be set around the time of the LA riots in April of nineteen ninety two. And uh it's going to star a, a younger Alonzo Harris, maybe Denzel Washington's son. Who's also acting now? Mm. I don't know. Pretty damn he's good. On, yeah, he's on Ballers. Yeah. On HBO. Black Klansman. He was in yeah. that. Now, yeah. I'm trying to think of his name. I can't. I'm blanking on his name. I don't know what his name Isaiah? is. It was Denzel Washington's song. Yeah, but um, he a damn good actor, man. He, I mean, he's not his dad, but he a damn good actor. <laughs> it's John David. John David. Washington. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I hate this, of course, but what do yeah. y'all think? Y'all already know how I feel about this type of shit, but yeah. are y'all looking forward to it? Now that he's in it, <laughs> I may consider it. No, I'm not. He's not confirmed oh, he to be could. in it. Okay, They're saying he might. If if but. if it's if it is him, then I may consider it. But I don't know. I kind like I said. I, we talked about it before. I kind of like the prequels. No, but I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need to see what happened before training day. The actual training day. That's how I feel about every prequel, man. We have to know <laughs> about what happened before anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. Because I felt like uh, training training day. It started where it needed to start. I, it wasn't because you know you got some movies that start right in the middle. Where you you know it just it start while you rich, mm-hmm. and then you know it just take off from there. Like, I understand when they try to bring it back to, you know, mm, how, how did he get this money? Or where did he start before he was, you know, this bit town celebrity? You know, how did he make it this far? I get it when they do stuff like that, but I just don't really get that from training day. Like, why do we need to see a younger? <laughs> uh, actually, look, I'll, I'll defend it a little bit. Uh-oh. I think as far as prequels go, this is kind of interesting because if you remember um, they talk about in the movie the white guy. What's the actor's name who played the white guy? Um, what's his name? Shit. Now I gotta look God it up. It. I've never I know, seen I'm that blanking movie. Too. You never seen Training Day? Mm-mm. You tripping? You gotta see that movie. Okay, I don't care about not seeing. What are you not seeing? Uh, coming to America. You gotta see Coming to America. America. Yeah. You haven't seen? Yeah, you gotta see Training Day though. It's a classic movie. Um, the dude, what's his fucking name? I can't remember, but, uh, the guy, the white guy who was a main character, kind of, 
Uh, fuck. Now I have to look it up because I can't go on without knowing it. His name is Ethan Hawke. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke's character. I know it's been yeah. a long night, man. Ethan Hawke's character. Um, if you pay attention to the movie, they they say that uh, Denzel's character was a lot like, uh, fuck, what's his name? Ethan Hawke's character when he first started, when he was a rookie. Oh, yeah. You got to remember right. that. That's right. That's right. So now that kind of has that me interested. Like, yeah. what turned him into Alonzo in the Training Day movie? That kind of makes sense. He was like a glassy-eyed rookie when he first started, and then what turned him could it be the riots? Could it be all this stuff that happened in the early 90s yeah. that turned him into a crooked a, cop? Could have been rolling around with a white dude. Who yeah. Was, yeah. It could mm-hmm. be somebody okay. else crooked who taught him just like he taught Ethan Hawke. So I don't know, but, man. Yeah. It's kind of interesting if, to me. Yeah, it could be could, good. It could see, be done yeah, well. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that could be good. But if you, at the end of the day, if it, it's just going to be another training day, though. Yeah. Is it, it's going to be the... I mean, I ain't going to say the exact same thing, but it's pretty much going to be the reverse version or whatever. It's building off the hype of the last one. Yeah, I get that. It's, it's going to be a, dude, a crooked cop with a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know. But I mean, the concept but, could be good is all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. There could be a good story there where you okay. actually see like, okay, this is how he became a crooked ass cop that he was in training day. So yeah. I think there's a story there, but we'll that's, see. That's weird. So how do you see anything good about certain prequels like that like seeing where somebody came from because i in certain ways let's say for example um the the fucking star wars movies i didn't think there was really a point in seeing what happened before that shit because all the important stuff were told in the movie you know, we're okay. told, hey, this guy was to Darth Vader was seduced by the dark side. He used to be a Jedi, but he was seduced by the dark side. He became Darth Vader. That's all we really need to know. We ain't mm. really got to see how or why. Yeah, it could be interesting to read about or something, but we, I don't have to see three movies of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's how I kind of feel about this. It's like, I guess we don't really have to know, but it is interesting. The fact that they just kind of left that out there. You know, but them saying that, oh, he used to be like you. He used to be this same rookie who was, you know, a do-good cop trying to do everything good. And then something happened, and now you're this way. Mm. So, in general, I don't see a point of it. But in this small case, I do think there could be a good story to be told without just banking on, oh, it's training day two. Yeah. But yeah. I could be wrong. It could be trash. Yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah, see, like I said, I'd rather, I, I'd rather do a prequel than like a part two Yeah, to me because – even with the whole, power, I know power is trash right now, but I would like to see where Tommy and I'm not Tommy, but uh, how Kanan and and fucking Ghost fell off or yeah. how they how started. That happened, yeah. yeah, or was Tasha really messing with Kanan? Why she hate Kanan so much? Yeah, and is Tariq was she messing around with him? Where you know she ended up getting pregnant? Yeah, is Tariq really the son? That type of thing. I know they kind of shut that down, mm-hmm. but. That would have been a good storyline to kind of answer some questions, you know, you had in power. Yeah. That's a fair point, man. We were like that. I, I could see a point in it. My yeah. only problem is I don't that think the, they do yes, it. Yeah. the writers, I don't trust yeah. them to make a good show based yeah. on that. But I can't argue with the that. The concept man. could work, man. I don't yeah, know. I think it's I think it's a good idea. I ain't gonna say, yeah. you know, it's gonna work, but or be good, but yeah, it's a good idea. It's a, it's a yeah. good idea. I get you. <laughs> Speaking of uh, goofy-ass shit, uh, <laughs> apparently they're making a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air spinoff, too. No. Will I, Smith I, is... I need them to shut that down now. <laughs> Why? Because I love the Fresh Prince of Everybody Bel-Air. Everybody does. 
And I just don't, I know it's not going to be done the same. It's not going to be better. I, I just, I, I don't need to stop now. Mm. Please. <laughs> But you love this type of thing, Jasmine. You <laughs> no. want to go see the new G- Lion King and the new Aladdin, starring Will Smith, by the way. I don't want to see a new Fresh Prince of Bel Air because they're going to not. There's no way that they're going to be able to execute it the same way. Where's well, you Uncle can't. Phil? You can't. It's the not. Well, yeah, him being gone is a big loss exactly. for the show. You really can't do well, it James without Avery. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only reason why I'm like, ah, because you you gotta have you supposed you gotta have Uncle Phil, yeah. man. But he was a big part of the show. It's kind of like having Roseanne without Roseanne. The Connors. I don't yeah. give a fuck what they say about that show, man. It look trash. You can't have Roseanne without Roseanne. Yeah, that yeah. don't make no sense, man. So, I mean, you can have uh, technically it the can, Fresh Prince that Will Smith's the main can, character. No, it can it can work, but not having him is a huge loss. Yeah, you got yeah. It it can work. They can still do it. it won't look crazy, but. It's kind of crazy without him saying, hey, Uncle Phil. Or, yeah. You know, like, you got to have him in it, man. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think they could still do it. They could probably switch roles where uh, Will Smith is the wise person, the dad. I don't know, but we, I, it's a little irritating. It's, they doing this so much, man. I feel like people starting to troll now. I, I feel like they starting to dig in the crate. Well, yeah. Pull it's up, guaranteed pull up money. Show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I don't even know if it. Like all this shit we keep seeing because I keep seeing different spinoffs, ideas, um, or I guess remakes in the works. To but the nothing point, happens. They don't even seem real. It's yeah. like, I, w- I wonder if, if it's some janky podcast just putting something out there like, <laughs> hey, Step by Step is getting remade. <laughs> like, it's so much right now. It's kind of getting, it's a little overwhelming. Oh, it definitely is. It's, it's too but- over because I think it was a couple more shows or movies that. They was talking about remaking. Where I'm like, man, like I ain't we got just this. long for a simpler time, and we want anything that reminds us of the '90s when internet was slow. <laughs> we went outside, <laughs> and we didn't have no cancel culture, goofy yeah, <laughs> shit like that. I don't know, man. Um, I have to say, it's about Will Smith. Um, we gotta have a serious conversation about his career right now because I think he's getting desperate. Really? This last movie flopped. And now it's supposed to be, it looked like a, Gemini? yeah, the Gemini man. Everybody was talking like that was going to be a good movie. Everybody's going to see it. Nobody wants to go see it. It flopped. Will Smith has been flopping left and right with his movies. He had a Netflix movie out a couple years ago. Yeah. He's going that route. I think his time as a movie star is over. I remember a time when you used to just go see the new Will Smith movie. You ain't even know what it was called. People would go to the movie and say, hey, I want two tickets for that new Will Smith. It could be anything. Men in Black, Wild Wild West, whatever trash ass movie he was in, it would sell because it was Will Smith. Yeah. Mm. Now, like he's in all these movies that don't do nothing. I can't even you can't even what name was the last good movie. The last good one. I thought seven pounds was OK when I saw it. But if somebody told me it was stupid, I would probably believe him. That was a minute ago, too, though. <laughs> and it was a while ago, yeah, too. Yeah, I was in high school, I think. I can't. He had the movie with Margot Robbie. I can't remember what that was. He had a bunch of flops, man. And now he's doing this, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, now he's just done. Yeah. He got to survive I, off the nostalgia. And See, I agree with you. But the thing is, they keep paying them to do this they shit. They do. Yeah. <laughs> so it ain't like he getting paid commission. No. I'm sure he gets something for themselves, but they paying them a shit ton of money to do this shit. So as long as they keep doing that, then... <laughs> 
He's going to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, we can say what he want about the movies, but he's still making movies. He's making a couple movies a year. And even this movie was, the new one was building off the old Will Smith because they had like a clone, younger Will Smith with a high top fade. Really? Who looked like the, you didn't see the trailer for it? Or the commercials? I've seen it like one time. I ain't really. The concept is that Will Smith is like some master assassin, but Ah. they cloned him and made like a younger version of him with the high, like you could tell it's like computer generated and all that shit, but it's like a younger version and he looks like the Fresh Prince with the high top fade and everything. Hmm. And it looked completely stupid. (laughs) But even that, like he's banking off the old look that he used to be, you know, he's getting old and up there. Hate to say it, but I think his time is up, man. I think he just got to bank on remakes of old shit. Put him back in Men in Black, maybe he could do something with that. Shit, they ain't even putting him back in the recent, because they just made Men in Black. And that flopped too, with Tessa (laughs) Thompson and fucking Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, pretty much fucking, um, what's, uh, Thor. That's all it was. (laughs) It was the two main uh, characters from Thor. Yes. I don't know why they thought that was going to work. It was supposed to be a, a... Did you see it? Hell no. I, I, ain't see, I ain't see it, but I, nah, bet I, you they, I bet you they made some type of Marvel reference. I'll bet you they made some kind of woke ass reference about, <laughs> oh, it's men in black, but it's a woman here. Like goofy, <laughs> shit. <laughs> goofy shit like that, man. Yeah. It's like the all women Ghostbusters. Like, I get you're trying to get women involved and get them to go to movies, but I don't think they like the corny shit like that, you know? But yeah. I could be wrong, Jasmine. What do you, mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all. <laughs> I don't know what y'all into. Yeah. But uh, fuck. You're okay. not wrong on that though, man. I, I can't name a last good. It's what, been a what while. What was the movie when he was kind of homeless? What was? Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, oh. Hancock the, was too. Yeah. That was trash though. That, yeah. I was Hancock? looking forward to it. Yes. I thought Hancock was a good movie. That was a whack ass movie. I it was liked the it. first half. It was good. I thought the second half was trash. When they brought in Charlize Theron, it got whacked. Oh, me. I didn't see the second. No, it was the same movie. Oh, there was only one movie. The second. The half second of the half movie. of the oh. first movie, or the only movie. Yeah, sorry. Our dog. <laughs> I just remember now to remember when everybody was going crazy about. Oh, we got a black superhero now, Hancock. Diddy made all these videos on <laughs> oh, Instagram yeah. talking. Oh, we got we made it now. We got a black superhero. This nigga <laughs> was drunk as fuck for half the movie, <laughs> homeless, and everybody yeah. was talking like he was Black Panther. <laughs> Like y'all don't get the that fuck out of here with this Black dude. Panther. It was way before Black Panther, but uh, that was just funny to me. A funny Damn, memory. This, and that this was two thousand and eight. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's been a while. Yeah. So yeah, it's been rough for Will Smith, man. Yeah. yeah I'm not, like I said, I agree with you, but they keep giving them movies, yeah. man. They giving them movies like he, <laughs> like he hot, like, like either rock or something. Yeah. Man. Denzel not even working as much. Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he, he is up there with the rock though, like far as making movies he, I feel like he in a lot more shit than he should be who Will Smith yeah he, I think he does well The Rock does more than one movie a year I think Will Smith does like one movie a year generally yeah. mm. so he's on a more lighter schedule but yeah there's yeah. been some movies he ain't even like Suicide Squad he wouldn't even a star that one yeah so I don't know man he was supposed to be the star was he? I didn't see the movie. Was he? Yeah, he was supposed. I thought he was supposed to be the main guy, but the the chick was what's her name? Um, uh, Margot Robbie. Uh, Harley he, Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah, she kind of took the spotlight Stole a little it, bit. Yeah. yeah, people really wouldn't talk about Will Smith. Then they had their own separate movie, and then there was rumors about them dating, which hmm, 
know what Jada mm. thought about that. Speaking <laughs> of which, oh yeah, uh, Matrix is a new one coming out too. Oh God! And they're man. putting like a bunch of niggas in it. <laughs> so, uh, are you, uh, I know you're excited about the new Blade, though, right? I guess, man. Like, I don't... Uh, they got a good dude to play it, man. I'm yeah, Marshall. Yeah, we talked about it before, but I'm just glad they didn't get um, fucking um, um, uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, they couldn't, man. Yeah. They couldn't. He's too... I, I kind of feel like they could have thrown him in there like... Well, I don't know. I guess they really can't, but... he went, I don't think he would have accepted that. No, Wesley Snipes wanted to be Blade again. Yeah, no, I'm saying... The way oh, like have him get killed wanted, off or something. He wanted the whole thing. He yeah. wanted he wanted to be Blade, finish what he was doing before. I don't think I think if they would have had if if they would have had to put him in, I think it would have been some type of thing where he passed the torch or something. Yeah, I don't think they would have. I don't think he would have accepted. Nah, that. he couldn't be. Yeah, yeah. So which I mean, which I understand. But yeah, yeah. He definitely don't. He wanted to, to be a star. Yeah. yeah, but now he's acting like he's over it. I'm like, okay, man. No, you're not, bro. You, <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> um, Anything else we missed out on? Oh, yeah. Quick debate. Um, Jasmine, want to get your take on this. We talked about nail art last time on the podcast. Nail art? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, So to revisit this Me real quick. Me and Ryan was talking about nail art. <laughs> <laughs> so ASAP Rocky says he wants more men to embrace nail art. So right after he got out of prison, he got on his sweet shit again. And he was, he did a cover story for Vogue and he's uh, as a picture of him, like with his nails done, mm-hmm. like with all kinds of art and random pictures on it and stuff. And he says, I feel like men should be able to do nail art without feeling feminine. Hmm. So what do you think about that? Would you date a guy who had his nails painted with art on him? Um, because <laughs> I think this is the we we agreed that this is probably going to be the new wave, yeah, for people men going forward. So how do you feel about this? Uh I I don't have a problem with a man getting a a manicure and like getting their nails done that way, yeah. but I just don't. I don't know. I'm I'm. I don't know. It's not something I'm used to. What if you booked a, a nail appointment and then saw your boyfriend already in a chair getting his shit done up when you <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I don't know how I would feel about that. Okay. Like I don't know how I would feel about designs. Like if you wanna I and I can't even be honest and say that. Like if you, like I don't I don't know about painting your nose either. I just I, I don't know. That's not something I'm familiar with. As for someone that is heterosexual, mm. I, I, that's just Sounds not Sounds homophobic something. to me. <laughs> Sounds like you're anti-women, anti-alternative no. lifestyles here. Jasmine, what's really going on? You just don't know the wave. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I can't say that I'm, I'm going to be jumping for jewel. I mean, you know, trying to slide in the man's DMs with his nails art, his nail okay. art done. What if everything else looked good, but he just had his nails painted? Didn't Chris Brown paint his nails at one point? I, I'm pretty sure he did. It wasn't like a design of them, but when it was like Probably all black, black or, something or something like that. Mm-hmm. See, I thought that was weird, but I think that's the new way because remember Snoop had the French tips. Yeah. I think it was. And a- see, I, 
No, like, I, but that was Snoop, you know, like, but <laughs> I just see it takes those type of people to make it a trend. It is because somebody likes Snoop. I mean, you can who gonna dog Snoop? People gonna say, well, that's Snoop. That's yep. that's him. That that's all people gonna do. And that's uh, that's why I think it's gonna end up being a thing. Where... It started with the purse, man. Y'all <laughs> let that slide. Now we gone way into the fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> too late to turn back now and i i don't know how i feel about that i don't know I, I, I think the good thing is you getting older mm-hmm. so your demographic won't be that in that it won't yeah, category your, yeah, your demographic won't be in that category hopefully it, it, it'd be more your little cousin or your little sister's yeah. category where uh-huh. you you gonna be the old auntie like why, why your boyfriend got cuter nails than you <laughs> and she gonna be telling you auntie you just don't understand that's that's what's the end right now yeah. I, I don't think Jasmine would be that kind of auntie cause she's more she's growing up in the more woke era but she's but, not gonna be like but you, you see how she is with the nails right now she, she just like, said oh. I don't know she didn't yeah. say hell no hmm. some women would just say hell you ask any woman over 30 if they date a nigga with his nails painted they say <laughs> hell fucking no but Jasmine was, you would consider it you'd be like I just don't know how I feel about that yeah I, I would so. I might yeah I would consider it but because it's not familiar to me now I just can't say yeah I'm yeah. open to it because it's weird to me now even yeah. with people that I'm not dating like I think it's weird like <laughs> 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 Okay. So I, okay. I, yeah. So men, if you get your nails done, there's still a shot. You just gotta <laughs> <laughs> make sure everything else is in order before you shoot your shot at Jasmine. Be perfect. Yes. Um. Fuck it. We've been talking for a while, man. Anything else that we see that we missed out on that we got to touch on? I like there was. Uh, I think I. Going through the timeline now. Go Astros. By the way, hopefully they close it out. This weekend, um, new Gucci Mane came out. I didn't give a fuck. I ain't listen to it. Oh, yeah. so did y'all? I don't know if we ever discussed it, but y'all saw how Gucci has a deal with Gucci now. Like Gucci yeah. Mane has a deal with Gucci now, but we're supposed to be boy, boycotting Gucci. To like, I don't Are know. We? I don't know what happened to that. I'm so confused about this woke error because we were supposed to be boycotting Gucci to my my last recollection and then all of a sudden people are wearing Gucci again like it never like we never had that brief moment in time where they were appropriating our culture or like you know uh, making fun of black people so (laughs) I like and you know T.I. was using all his big words Mm -hmm. and like now I just don't like what happened what changed because T.I. was yelling at normal people for wearing Gucci. And now Gucci Mane has a deal with Gucci. And yep. he has, like, I haven't seen any type of commentary but about it other than congratulations to Gucci Mane for getting yeah. it. Like, I, I, what happened? Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like nobody stopped. <laughs> wearing it? I, no, yeah. they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I people feel, who I, were posting boycott Gucci did not buy Gucci. Yeah, and then, and then you had T.I. who yes. was, you know, which you know that's his choice if he want to boycott Gucci that's on him but I ain't seen nobody everybody I know was like Shh, that's on him yes so um yeah and then too I thought I thought he might have ended it I thought he might have stopped I ain't I don't know T.I. is one of the goofiest people in rap right now honestly man I don't listen to <laughs> nothing he says anymore I think he's a goofy ass dude in general Since just does things podcast. Not, yeah, not just that, just like just certain things he does. I never liked the whole Lil Flip thing and how that came about. 
and uh, knowing how he was trying to fake that into a beef when it really wasn't shit like that. And ever since then, he's always been into some goofy ass shit and he throws around these big words that act like he's smart, but he really be doing goofy ass shit. Like with this whole <laughs> boycott too. Like he's fake as hell to me, man. But you know, if you like him, damn man, I know you felt this way. About I just don't, I don't like him, man. I, I thought damn. I always thought he's all, he's, he's, in the drama like a female is basically you know he's always into something he's always talking about some goofy shit and it's just he never lives up to what he's talking about he's never been some kind of black leader standing for anything in our community really mm-hmm. like fucking he got lucky that he didn't go to jail for 25 years after all the fucking arsenal he got caught with yeah but i don't know he's he's been a clown to me forever so i'm not a fan yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, depressed but- uh playboy car yeah. didn't drop his album too Huh. I'm depressed that Playboy Carter didn't drop his album. Oh, he's about to drop. Yeah, people thought he was, but he didn't. Damn. I'm depressed, but it's what it is. Damn. But yeah, shout out to Gucci, man. Yes. It, it makes sense. He should have he probably should have been had a Gucci deal some he had, he was yeah. acting too wild to have a Gucci deal yeah. back in yeah. the day. Like I yeah. they have to wait for that image to get reformed. That's true. I congratulate him, but I just that's just very Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you actually buy? Well, did you ever buy Gucci never, to begin with? I personally have never bought anything Gucci. No, oh, okay. What if Ray Bans did some racist shit? Would you throw away them glasses? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold up All there. All my glasses are Ray Bans. So. <laughs> she like. <laughs> Let's see what the statement is first. Let's see what the (laughs) PR department says. Is that really racist? Oh man! Yeah. Um. Anything else? I think that's about it for this week, y'all. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I listened to Cast Out album. Oh, really? Yeah, I I listened to half of it. I I think it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. She she pretty dope. Okay. Her first first album. Okay. I I haven't listened to her, um, but the more that I'm starting to see of her, like on social, her social media presence, uh, I like what I see of her. So I need to I need to give it a listen for sure. Yeah, her features are always pretty good. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um. Oh, another thing we didn't talk about. Lizzo was hit with uh, claims of plagiarism. Mm. Two counts actually. Um. There was one person that said a line was stolen. Mm. Uh. Let me see what it was. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Uh, that apparently was a song lifted from another, a line lifted from another song at some point. Hmm. I don't know. Or something was stolen from it. Some producers are saying that I they wrote that, that line. line. Yeah. That line was so corny. That whole song is corny, honestly, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I'm that song. Being great, I'm being great. I like mm, the song. Thank I, you. I'm fucking a nigga on the Vikings. Like, okay. A three hundred pound lineman, maybe. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> it's funny. I seen a real funny tweet. Shaking my head. I seen a real funny tweet last week talking about that song. Pretty much, I, I'm gonna read the tweet. Okay. Um. Now, shout out to ninety six five um in Cleveland. Um, ninety six Kiss FM in mm-hmm. Cleveland. But this guy tagged them in the tweet and said, "Um, Kiss FM with with today's woke society." How come four times an hour you play the sets this demeaning man hating Lizzo song? If a man made a song like that, 
that got played on national radio saying females aren't great. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because that actually did happen. And I remember this song. And I'll play it right now. Because this song. Yes. Yes. (laughs) One of my favorite songs ever. I'm dead. Not your favorite song. song. Uh This this man had hurt in his soul. Listen to him. (laughs) This was Drake before Drake, by the way. He looked just like Drake. Yeah. Wait for it, man. Get forward to the fucking good part. How I feel. Don't mean shit now. Might as well throw them out. Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. I love that song. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about now. No, I was just reading that tweet. Uh, so I mean, look, pe- it, it was just fun. That was the first time I heard somebody say something like that, and a lot of people, uh, mainly females, was yeah. commenting saying men make music. The um, talking about women all the time. <laughs> but it was just funny somebody pulled that out. That is that. that is an annoying ass song, but I can't act like. Rap hasn't been misogynistic. Yeah. Fuck bitches, get money. Exactly. All this goofy shit. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. You know, it's been we we had our fun with it. Yeah. So let the women have a little fun too, mm-hmm. man. I think it's harmless, but I do. <laughs> that song is annoying now. But another plagiarism um thing came up with Lizzo because apparently she's being accused of stealing ad libs from CC Peniston. Who's that? Who? You haven't heard of her? You'll know this song when it plays, but let's play it now. Oh, that's it. Okay. You heard the song before. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. I can't sing for shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, CC Peniston is saying that. <laughs> Don't make fun of CC, okay? Just because her name got penis in it. Oh, shit. CC Peniston is saying that. Uh, uh, fucking Lizzo stole her ad libs at ay yay yeah yay, and then uh, that's what's a her popular name? song too. It that is. first one you play, yeah. And then um, India Ari basically came out and said, "I thought she admitted it and paid you for it. I didn't know that it was she didn't nothing was even ever reach happened. out to you. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, normally I would say this is a non case because how can you copyright an ad lib? But after what we've seen yeah, of uh, people losing lawsuits, yeah, that she might get a bag out of it. That's man. I don't know. Like you, like in this day and age, you can sue somebody for the way you walk, man. Yeah, yeah. You, like you took my walk, so let me sue. Let me get something for that. So I wonder, like, when stuff like this happens, well, this case in particular, like, is there a conversation had behind the scenes, or is this just something made public once that song has reached a certain amount of success? The latter. Because, yes. yeah, because, like, you know, why now? Like, this song The song been went out number one, how, that's why. How long has the song been out, though? You didn't care? Like... 
You didn't care when it was out, when she put it out a long time ago? Well, yeah, but look, that's what the, that is the smart move to wait till the song blows up. Yeah. You know, you don't want to sue for copyright and then have it not even yeah. be a big single because they're like, fuck it, we don't want to pay you all these royalties. You know, fuck it, we'll get another single. That's true. So, I mean, that's what Rick James did with, uh, what's it called? Can't Touch This. Mm-hmm. He got paid for the sample, but he also got writing credits well after the song blew up. Mm-hmm. And he got a big bag off of that. So... Yeah. I mean, it's a smart move to wait till it blows up. It's in the number one song in the country. Then you get yeah. your money back from yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they knew about it and just kind of sat back a little bit. Probably. And say, oh, okay, this song picking up steam. Okay. I don't know, Weeks man. Weeks later, all right, let's send that letter. It's one of those things, like, for example, um, Eminem, my name is, he didn't get any money off that song, but it blew him up and made him a star. The sam- the guy who's uh the sample was taken off of, he took he got all the royalties off of that song. But it made Eminem a star. Yeah. Even if fucking Lizzo gets sued and loses all the royalties from this song, she's still a star. Yeah. So it's worth it, taking that hit. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I I guess so. Because I, I was I was thinking because you could use the same argument with like a um what was the dude who got sued for uh blurred lines. Robin oh, Thicke. Robin Thicke. Thicke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that it's, I feel like after that, his career wasn't the same. Like, yeah. I don't know how much money he got now, but... But I think that was more personal problems than, like, that lawsuit, honestly. Real, oh, okay. I just feel like he never had nothing after that, though. That was because of the whole Paula Panton thing, and then he got into addiction. I think he sabotaged his own career. I don't think oh, okay. it was just him. Because okay. he's still talented, man, but, yeah, yeah. he just fell he apart. Just- yeah, he just never had that hit since. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty dope, too, man. He was, man. Yeah, the, the, the album before that was pretty good. Yeah, I think he might be due for a rebrand soon, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we just need another white dude in R&B. <laughs> oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake's making a comeback, too, and apparently he's doing, like, a hip-hop thing. He got Scissor on a new album. Let me look Meek this up Mill. now. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Justin Timberlake... Lizzo. Lizzo. Justin Timberlake going back to the black crowd after that country shit didn't work. <laughs> Wait, so his album is out already? No, he's working on oh, it, but he okay. announced he the features the, on it. Yeah, he released the um, the features he was having yeah, on it, too. Yeah, a bunch was... of black people, nothing but black people. Yeah. Probably produced by Timberland again and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's run it back. I need <laughs> yeah. the niggas again. <laughs> I'm dead. That, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see Ain't how that goes. Him. Oh, hell no, nah, they yeah. should have. They for that fucking Janet Jackson shit, <laughs> but that's a whole nother debate. Fucked their whole career up. Really did. Yeah. Sad. Um, fuck it. I'm tired of talking now, so we'll go ahead and wrap this podcast <laughs> up. Um, you can find my boy Figgy Fig at the Figgy Fig on all social media social media platforms. Also check him out ten to two on In the Loop on Sports Radio six ten with John Lopez and Landry Locker. You can find Jasmine at being a mysterious entity on social media, <laughs> but you can shoot the shot regardless. <laughs> She's at Chitty Chitty Bass yeah, on all go. social media platforms. Check her out. Follow her. Listen to her playlist. She got good shit. And I am the Ryan Rockin' on Twitter and Ryan.Rockin' on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Appreciate everybody who fucked with the podcast. Next week, who the fuck knows what's coming out, but 
I don't got yeah. none of tease. <laughs> it could be a Kanye, but yeah. I kind of don't want to talk about Kanye ever again let's until not, his music. Until come. we're reviewing it, I'm not even yeah. teasing it, I'm kind of mad we talked about the little Kanye little shit with Kim, but yeah. I know that was, that, was, that was pretty good to bring up, but... Nothing else to talk about this week, so we yeah. have to talk about yeah. that bullshit, but fuck it. Uh, we're, we're canceling him until he drops the album, so fuck it. Right. And for us, yeah, that's it. We out. Until next week.